0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com forward slash bonfiresidechat. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So many books you'll go mad! Hey, this is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And we're with Watch Out for Fireballs, and we're doing it live at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo.
1: That's right. We are going to be talking about a retro
0: game at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, but we need your help. So please go to www.duckfeed.tv forward slash Kickstarter and send you to the Kickstarter page. Throw us a couple bucks. You're going to get the live show. You're going to get a bunch of other neat stuff. And we, we're not ready to announce it yet. We promise you're going to like the game that we're going to do. And uh, we'd really appreciate it.
1: So once again, that is DuckBeat.tv slash Kickstarter. And uh, you'll enjoy the thing. You'll enjoy the thing.
0: Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence.
2: A great pool of knowledge. The fruits of superior wisdom and an unquenchable desire for the truth. Some would say Seath had an unsound fixation, but his work is a beautiful, invaluable resource. All progress demands sacrifice.
0: My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And I'm Dennis Furia. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat, an undead favorite.
1: And this week we are talking about the Duke's Archives and the Crystal Caves. And as you heard, we have Dennis Furia on the line here. Dennis, tell us a little little bit about yourself.
2: Sure. Um, Me and Cole do a a little podcast called The Level together. Um, Got started under a different name way back in college and has kind of uh, refused to die, I guess we'll say. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's it's, but, it's uh, a
0: true undead. <laughs> like no matter what wounds happen to that podcast, they instantly heal. Yes. Oh so.
2: yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so you can find that on the DuckFeed.TV Feed, Duck TV network, um, and um, through talking about Dark Souls on that podcast, Cole, uh, well, and giving me the game, Cole got me into Dark Souls, and uh, and uh, hence me coming over to to talk about it with you guys.
3: Yeah.
1: I. <laughs> It was the most selfish Christmas gift ever because I just (laughs) I showed up at your house like you know Ben was there as like hey guys Merry Christmas I gave each of you a copy of the game yeah
2: Yeah, I remember it being really well timed because I was I was just on the verge you had been talking about it so much that I was like and I knew Christmas break was coming up and I'm like you know I'm gonna have extra time maybe I should just go out and get it and then like you sensed my my the weakness in my resolve and you showed up with the game cuz before that i was dead set against playing this game
1: yeah because you really really didn't like demon souls
2: ah uh, yeah i hardcore rage quit demon souls like, i think you about... hardcore rage quit,
1: you you hardcore rage quit demon souls after like playing 80% of it i think something like that wow and,
2: yeah where where are the w- what's the equivalent to blight town and how far into the game is that
0: <laughs> the valley of defilement
2: yes and it,
0: yeah it's any percentage in but oh boy. well yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I but I following the natural progression I'd gotten there and um just I, I remember the descent into that being particularly rife with um with camera issues and with, you know, poison and uh, I can't remember if that has curse yeah. as well but just Before, all kinds of yeah. shit. Yeah,
0: yeah and literally
2: actually. all kinds of shit and <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, I, I don't have to put up with this anymore. And after getting, you know, poisoned and killed by something I couldn't see for the thirtieth time, I uh, probably closer to throwing my controller at, at, uh, then than at any point uh, playing any other video game. But yeah. anyway, I, you know, I kind of took a shame, you know, fool me once, shame on you; fool me twice, shame on me approach to Dark Souls until uh, Cole broke me down and got <laughs> me to play it again.
0: Can I? I want to ask. Um, that's interesting because uh, I, yeah. I didn't know about your history with the spiritual predecessor to this. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, how how far are you in Dark Souls now? Have you got through the game? Are you as far? You know, are you just getting through Dukes? Or? Yeah.
2: No. No. I, I've beaten it, and I'm I'm one and a half times through it. Um, so my first character I did. Uh, my general uh, heuristic for games is pick the heavy class, pick the range class, and then. Kind of the generalist class. So I I just went with the biggest and hardest hitting weapons I could find Mm -hmm. my first time through, which was really, really interesting. And you guys have talked about how really you can play Dark Souls any way you want if you're willing to build up that particular skill set. Mm -hmm. Um, So I played through the first time with the Great Club and then the Demon's Great Axe um, the entire game, which was awesome. Uh, and then my second time through now, I am doing a kind of the opposite, lightest build I can, and doing all daggers and magic.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah The, the uh, that's the, the exact same weapon combo I use for my um my strength character. Uh, I do my no shield guy, and mm-hmm. that's my favorite. I think I've say that's my the most fun I've had with the game is is no shield, but a really big huge fuck you weapon. Yeah. It's, it's super yeah, we're fun. talking
2: about dual wielding. Uh, the, I think it was last episode. And uh, I just got this idea of someone running around with the gi- giant great axe, demon's great axe in either hand. Yeah, and, yeah uh, thought, we were talking about
0: doing was... the two Smoe's hammers, like new demon yeah. yes. plus. Yeah, that would be unbelievable. John Henry like, was a steel driving man. <laughs>
2: I, have, <laughs> I have not, I have not done any like theme characters. I haven't really done much invading, but I think that's where I'd start.
1: <laughs> no. I, like is it possible so with 99 strength can you can you achieve that
0: you can do it with uh, i think that i think you need 50 strength for SMO, to one hand smoke's hammer okay so and that... you don't need additional strength to put a weapon in your extra hand oh yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so uh 50 strength will do it mm-hmm. um and you can you can definitely make that happen you just have to get through new game plus um up through there which like always ends up losing interest for me but it would be though i would like to see it
2: Not right. not even because you the, the the demons drop multiple great axes
0: yeah, if you want to do the the great axe rather than like smooth hammer, I think is the like the oh, biggest like right, they right, would right, clip right. Yeah. into each other. Yeah, like, it would be yeah. ridiculous. Like you would look you would look un, unreasonable at yeah, that point. Yeah.
1: That's what I was thinking like it would be astonishing if they had animated them in such a way that you could swing them without them clipping, but that's yeah, not would,
0: the case. I'd be surprised everything clips. Yeah, yeah. Um
1: like yeah. if you wear a Logan's hat every you're just going to have to deal with everything clipping through
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Tons yes. of clips.
1: Yeah, but uh, but but that raises kind of like one of these things like a lot of the feedback that I've been getting recently on the uh, on the on the contact page has been people who either gave Dark Souls a shot but didn't like it or were like outright opposed like, man, I hate that thing. But somehow Mm -hmm. they listened. And like Hmm. our enthusiasm, like all the people who come on here, the enthusiasm, like collectively overcame that block.
2: Oh, yeah. So here's here's my theory on why I didn't like Demon's Souls. I had Gamefly at the time and I had gotten it out through Gamefly. So I was under time pressure to finish it. And if there is any set of games that punishes rushing more, Mm, uh, I can't think Mm. of it. You know, this this game hardcore just will will punish you for uh, for trying to rush through it. And um and I think I think that's what got me. If I had if I had just bought it and played it on my own time, I I might have been introducing Cole to Dark Souls instead of the <laughs> other way around. Right.
0: We, we run into that all the time with Watch Out for Fireballs. Like for mm-hmm. for, the, for this podcast, we have a relatively small uh, area to get through every two weeks. But mm-hmm. with the uh, with Watch Out for Fireballs, we're always running into games that you know we're kind of having a little bit of a compromise experience, uh, just because the uh, you know because we only have two weeks to play it. I definitely yeah. understand that, um, yeah. So I'd be I'd be interested to see if you, what it would happen if you revisited Demon Souls. Like, you know, I mean, we'll talk about it at length when we get to it. But it's like I don't think it is as good, but there's there's a there's a lot of uniqueness to it, including the final boss of the Valley of Defilement is like an excellent end boss. Like it's so really? good. Yeah, it's it's really like the the third area of that is really really like I really like that encounter, hmm. and uh, you know, so there's some there's some goodness to be had. Um, but I, the Valley of Elements, fucking bullshit. Did you get to part two of it? Uh, part two is but, worse, my friend. Oh <laughs> like, god,
2: no! I like, I, I never got past the part where you were descending, so I don't know if that okay. gives you any sort of clue. Yeah, um, you, get, I,
0: you get to the swamp floor,
2: and it is it's excruciating. Oh so, well, good. I'm, I'm I'm glad I bailed before it got really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got it downloaded on my PS3 because um, it was free on uh, PS Plus a couple weeks back. Um. So it's there waiting for me to waiting for me to play it. We'll see what happens.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um what did we do last time on this this particular show, Cole?
2: So
1: last time we solved the remaining mysteries of Dark Roots and vanquished the four kings in the abyss below the flooded ruins of New Londo. And now we are setting our sights on the strange building that overlooks An Orlando.
0: Mhm. And anybody else when every time you've been looking at this like uh Duke's archives started hearing the Stevie Wonder song? <laughs> like the you know um yeah, uh, okay I just can, can, can you can you explain that to me <laughs> there's a stevie wonder song called the duke oh okay um there we go. and i kept like the, the oh, whole wait, time i was playing this, I kept, my head. <laughs> no I, I i just kept thinking of this you've heard the song i bet like it's a pretty yeah, popular yeah. song but i just kept hearing like You know, making up words about Seat the Scaleless to that in my head. They're not clever or anything, but just like, Scaleless all over. Like, um, I don't know. But every time I read the Duke's archives, I think of that Stevie Wonder song.
1: Yeah. I think of the John Goodman movie, The Duke of Earl. (laughs) are you thinking of king ralph king ralph there we go yeah that had the song in it though yeah yeah there we go okay
2: that's That's a real like
0: alchemy there that i knew exactly by the duke of earl i was like oh you mean king ralph (laughs) (laughs) the the, the john goodman's you know movie from like 1994 (laughs) that was you know the worst flop of his career yeah yep yeah so
2: Okay. There there yeah. is a um a song about Anne Orlando done in the style style of a uh, desperado. Yeah, yeah, Justin inaccurately did. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's that's pretty yep. good. So I, I imagine you could, you know, fit something together. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a market for that sort of thing.
0: Let's talk about the duke. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> it's, it's a good song, man. <laughs> um yeah. So, so every uh, episode we we try to come up with a thesis for the area, and uh, Dennis actually came up with this one, um, and he said the the thesis, and uh, you know, and we all kind of came to it just in different phrasings because I think it's mm-hmm. you know pretty common. And is uh, nothing is sacred, um, because
2: this uh, this is the area that breaks some rules. Right.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: This is you, you described that moment of losing all hope. Um, you, you said when you fought the four kings, I came here before I fought the four kings, and just. It repeatedly, again and again, it does these giant fuck yous that just break the rules of the game, and are very clearly like, oh, "No, we're not going to give you any refuge or anything to count on." And that's where I kind of hit hit bottom, at, yeah. as it were. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, funny
1: that you describe that as losing all hope because you know it's actually like losing all attachment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh,
0: going hollow. <laughs> going hollow. <laughs> um, but luckily, you didn't go hollow through through uh through this area yeah um lore wise uh this is this is the the dukedom of seath the scaleless who we've talked about a lot on the show right like this is he has a mover and shaker in the world um he's an eternal dragon he betrayed his kind during the fight with gwen um, as as revealed in the intro and uh because of him helping out against the dragons he was given uh this archive overlooking orlando as a place to conduct his research into the scales and Im- immortality um he was not immortal um because he doesn't have the scales and uh obviously that was a big you know uh bug in his craw right and uh he wants to remedy that
1: yeah um and the the whole nothing is sacred thing actually ties into the lore as well because he is a mad scientist like mm-hmm. he is somebody yes. who is uh twisting and perverting the, the 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 rules of nature in order to uh um you know <laughs> make up for the fact that he's going to die eventually mm-hmm. right
0: yeah which was a real classic like horror and science fiction trope yeah. right like mortality forces people to do terrible things, yeah and we've been seeing the the evidence of that throughout the entire game up to this point, um and we're gonna see a whole lot more of it here
3: yeah you know
0: there's a, there's a lot of kind of atrocity t- style stuff mm-hmm. um here and it's kind of uh it's kind of interesting because we don't know exactly when this happened because there's definitely you know he doesn't didn't start out bug nuts crazy. No. Right. Like the, the method that he has found to go crazy or, or to, to, uh, to <laughs> become immortal is a, is an item called the primordial crystal. And uh, it's, you know, it, and researching it has caused him to go insane.
1: Right. You know? He, he uh, like the, this, this primordial crystal, at least according to Big Hat Logan, is actually a relic from the ancient times like yeah. this, was, this was brought forward with him. And either it, it granted him that surrogate, like, lich immortality from the beginning, or he figured out how to, you know, harness that power out of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, be- Because of this research, uh, there's kind of this area is being corrupted. So there's this kind of crystal outgrowth
2: mm-hmm. from
0: this, this central um, you know primor- primordial crystal. And something I just thought of while reading this paragraph is that it kind of parallels uh, the way Olysseal uh, is corrupted, yeah. like this. Yeah, you know, this theme of corruption and, and kind of spreading. Well, it's pretty
1: much everything. Like all of these final areas, and this this is an awesome kind of like symmetry uh, to all these places. Like you are venturing into the heart of something that is really, really wrong and is affecting the area around it. So, um, you know, to uh, to 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 a, to a huge extent, that is definitely true. But think about um, you know Lost Isolith, which was a city. Mm-hmm that was lost yeah. to the chaos, right? Think about yeah. New Londo, which is, you know, Ulasil Mark One. Right? right. Think about um <clears throat> you know the Tomb of the Giants, which just like no you know, it's so hopeless that no light can escape. It's like right. these it's like these different forces. And Lost Isolith it's it's chaos. In uh New Londo it's, you know, the dark Um, And here it's this kind of like sorcery, like order run amok, right? Energy energy that is just coalescing uh, into these crystals that's like corrupting everything.
2: So The whole thing is just an allegory for uh, the dark crystal by Jim Henson.
0: (laughs) (laughs) These are all the dark crystals. (laughs) That whole bit about the idea, like, so two things real quick. Like one is that I don't know if I think of uh, like Tomb of the Giants that way. But that kind of works anyway because, like, one of the – that area, and we'll talk about it, feels a little bit different than all these areas. Nito feels a little bit different than these people. And, like, since he is just kind of, like, a god of death, like, he's neutral. He's a faction leader. Right. You know, he's not uh, in any way villainous unlike the rest of these things we're we're taking on. Mm -hmm. And uh, that kind of plays with, you know, the whole idea of him maybe originally going to be in the painted world. Right. Maybe that area was kind of compromised thematically Mm -hmm. early on. Um, the other thing, too, though, when you talk about this being like order out of control, like I really like that because a crystal, you know, is essentially like a math equation. Like right. it is it is geometry um, kind of taking mm. over. So contrasting mm-hmm. this with like the formless black goo that comes out of the abyss is a really neat idea. Yeah. Um, and, and neither the
1: are the highest more and lowest
2: points in the game, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is the highest point in the game.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. Whereas all of the
2: other ones are real, real low. Is yep. Tomb of the Giants mm-hmm. lower than Lost Isolith?
0: Um, no, tomb of the giants overlooks Los Isleth.
2: oh okay, okay, yeah.
0: tomb of the giants overlooks um, Los Isleth, but then when you go further down, it overlooks uh, uh, the great or not the great hollow, um, Ash especially Lake? Ash Lake. yeah you see the side yeah.
1: of you, you see the side yeah. of, uh, of the great hollow
0: from
2: yeah. out
1: there yeah,
2: yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. interesting mm-hmm. the, the other thing I like just kind of as we're touching on the lore of this area is is kind of insanity as the ultimate pragmatism. Right. Like you know, mm-hmm. it, you're told that Seath has been driven insane, but really, all he's doing is trying to preserve his life, and he, you know, he's willing to do some crazy things for that. But you know, if you were facing death, especially you know in a in a race or a breed or I don't know what to call the dragons, but that you know where immortality is the norm, it just seems to me like you know you would go to great lengths to to regain or protect that. Yeah, yeah
0: he he doesn't seem that much more sane than like the four kings or <laughs> right. than you know. I don't know. Uh, Capra. Like, I mean, they're all like, I mean, they're all they're all seem pretty bug nuts at this point, other than like uh, uh quaylag, you know, or like there's a couple, you know, yeah. the motivations behind these things are not necessarily, you know, known. I mean, there are some things that are uh you're definitely are just self-defense like Nito is a big one. Like Nito doesn't become hostile until you go to go fight him, you know, and up until that point, he's neutral. So that's going to be really interesting. And I think that really is the outlier here. Right. Um but yeah, he doesn't seem, you know, that nuts. I mean the the text tells us he's more insane right. than anything. But he also unleashed this kind of corrupting power mm-hmm. and we don't know when you know when and if this would stop. Right. You know, yeah, in, in the that's grand time. Yeah. So yeah.
1: There 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 are two things to note here. Um one is that Seath is the father of all sorcery. So if you've been uh running around casting spells, either soul arrows or uh later on you get like crystal you know, crystal spells, uh that is all, you know Seath's doing, as indicated by the fact that the the sorcerers of Vinheim are part of the Dragon College. So he Hmm. is the god of sorcery, right? Additionally, uh, he is a deity from the King's Field games as well, which uh, indicates that there's this kind of crossover between all of it.
0: Isn't the, uh, but I mean, the other thing too, because they specifically call out the sorceries of Mm Elysial as not being part of the, the sorceries of the West, Right, so like mm-hmm. I guess like most of what we're getting is from the dragon school, right? But not all of it.
2: Well, that's that's interesting. Like you know, because you guys have talked about how there's kind of like different, almost elemental kinds of sorcery. Like there's the sound sorcerers and there's the light sorcerers and all that stuff. I almost always thought of Seath as like the crystal sorcerer,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. So the for way sure. the
1: way that I always contextualize it was that like all sorcery sprung from him, and you know bringing that from the dragons, and then the rest of those are different applications of that same of that same kind of principle hmm. of harnessing that soul energy, right?
2: Is the yeah. crystal sorceries the or are the crystal sorceries the most powerful?
1: Uh, yeah, at least in terms of damage. Um, hmm. And it should be noted that you only get the crystal sorceries after Logan has done his thing in like digging them up and researching them. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. yeah
0: i mean I, I would I would buy that it's possible that all the sorceries came from him, like yep. I mean like there's not, I don't think there's anything that directly says everything came from him, but mm-hmm. it seems like reasonable conjecture to me yeah um yeah the uh so on the way here, this is kind of architecturally weird when you first go in here um <laughs> yeah. is this, like two long hallways with bores in them, yeah, like what a weird like kind of boring video game section uh, that makes no reals like. Every time you went into the library, like, you wouldn't want to walk two blocks through, like, a board hallway with no <laughs> no other defining features. Like, I never liked this this
2: part. Well, except for really, really, really creepy whispering in the background.
0: Hmm. I never heard like, I don't, I
2: don't, Yeah, yeah. If you just stop and listen, there's, like, some sort of female voice whispering. Uh, no idea what relation it has to anything. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely creepy.
0: I'll, I'll have to look that up, and if if I can find a sound sample of it, I'll cut it in. I was not able to find a sound sample. It doesn't mean it's not there, but I could not find one on the internet. Uh um, yeah, that's interesting yeah. though. I, I I don't think I've ever noticed that.
2: The other the other weird thing. So as I was thinking about theses, I really like that you guys put those theses, thesi, theses, mm-hmm. the sources, theses. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. As I was thinking about that, as you know, as I was playing through this area, um, the other thing that was you know really apparent and a theme in this area for me was like it's you versus the devs now. <laughs> like there's. Mm-hmm. A lot of these, a lot of these kind of nothing is sacred moments, I felt were very clearly like the devs saying to me through the game, like, yeah, we know what you want, and we're not going to give it to you. <laughs> um, and so this this hallway was very very much kind of that in my mind, where the devs are like, oh, we let you fight this thing in the open before now. We're just gonna take away that openness and we're gonna make you fight two of them.
1: You could say that about like most of the areas after Anne Orlando though, right? Like or yeah, yeah. like they they say, Okay, you spent the first two thirds of this game learning our rules. Now let us have fun with them. Yeah. Like you 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 you're definitely right, Dennis, but I feel that it applies in other places as mm-hmm. well.
2: Mm-hmm. The hallways, though, are definitely, like you said, feel very gamey. Yeah,
1: they they also change the change the boars. So the one that you fight outside the parish, uh, you can backstab it. You can you can stick it up the pooper. Uh, mm-hmm. But these ones, they're they're armored all the way around, which means they're learning from you. They're watching your movements.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to see what happened. We don't want to have what <laughs> happened to us after that guy. This guy yeah. is not
1: afraid to put a halberd up a boar's pooper.
0: <laughs> just, just imagining them watching, and then like everybody, like it's a seat and two boars on either side of them, and then you you know you wheel back and do the backstab, and they all like wince. <gasps>
2: no, Not no. cool, man.
3: Carl,
2: Carl, <laughs> Carl. no. <laughs> this this is actually an interesting implication because I, I've been thinking about the um the firekeeper soul that you find, and this is jumping way ahead, but in in the in the parish, and there's a channeler there, presumably right. trying to get it. And then there's you know, there's the boar there. So let's say Seath has some control over the boars. You know, he had the channeler there, some boars protecting it, trying to get this firekeeper soul. You storm in, take out the boar, take out the channeler, take the firekeeper soul. And he's like, Well, I'm not gonna make that mistake again, and upgrades the boars.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: double, double boars. <laughs> double boars. Which are there are there any other like creature animals in the game that you can backstab? I thought that was pretty much reserved for fairly we run into
0: another one uh later on in this area right you can you can backstab the uh mimosas <laughs> um,
2: oh really <laughs> yeah really yeah. i didn't
1: know yeah. that yeah oh. one, one uh, thing that i love about the boar hallway you're right it is kind of dumb it is it is it is really uh video gamey yeah their pathing is broken and you just have to lure them to the end and they walk away sheep sheepishly while you just take pot shots at them however you fight the one you think okay cool and then you round that corner right at the very end, you see that you're like at the archive now, but like they put that one right around the corner in that short hallway and they Mm -hmm. do a lot of damage to you if you're not expecting them. So it's kind
0: of like, fuck you, dark souls. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And this is luckily my first time through the game. I was so like rictus grip on my shield, (laughs) you know, that that I, I made it. But if I had gone through the first time as like a light build, this might be really tricky. Um, so so you get in, you get past this uh this guy and you, you go up the elevator to the actual you know, actual yep. archives. And uh, you're in the the kind of this whole first area and then when you get back to the, the archive area, um it's a lot of enemies with kind of uh you know, a lot of cover. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's like a, you know, I found like I played this section a lot differently than I played other sections, like getting to an area of cover where I couldn't be attacked by range attacks or, you know, maybe seen by guys and kind of choosing when to take out these crystal hollows, mm-hmm. you know, and that doesn't always happen in this game. It's kind of a, an interesting bit. And these guys are real sons of bitches.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Especially yeah. if you go here first.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of, like after, the...
2: after in Orlando, you're like, oh, my God, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> oh, my God. Finally, um, you know, enemies that are normal sized again. <laughs> mm. Nope. And then they can pretty much one hit you.
0: So, well, it, it would make sense for you to go here first um, because it's probably the first orange fog gate you've seen. Yeah. Right? Because right? you can get there right from Orlando. When you leave that first area, you know, there's no reason for you not to go left. It's, you just think it's another part of Orlando. You see the orange fog gate. In order to see the one in uh, the Demon Ruins, you have to get pretty deep in there. In right. order to see the one in uh, the Catacombs, you have to get real deep in there
1: mm-hmm. in Tomb
0: of the Giants. So, this is probably the first one you're going to go to if that's how you're thinking of it. Right.
1: So these these crystal these crystal enemies they have lower HP but they have really really high physical resist. Is there anything because I've tried a bunch, is there anything that is like an unequivocal win against them or do you just have to suffer with doing like 110 damage on the two hands via attack?
0: Uh, uh pyromancy is yeah. real good against them. Hmm. Um that's why I just went to went through with my level one guy to, like, refresh my memory. Yeah. Because he's, like, the only guy who is in a state of the game where he can warp here but hasn't beat the game. He's not in New Game Plus. Right. And uh, Pyromancy, you know, seems really effective. Um, and then uh, they have a lot like, really high physical resist, but if you can do, like, backstabs and parries, yeah, and stuff. Yeah,
1: like they, yeah. Like, the, their, their moves are very similar to just your regular hollow, hollow soldiers. And, in fact... Mm-hmm. They might just be hollow soldiers that have been here long
0: enough to grow these crystal growths, which is really, really scary. Yeah, that, that's yeah, my thought. That's, like, very, that yeah. Me, yeah, that's totally what I thought. I mean, yeah. it could be an experiment, but also just the way that like, because they're, you know, they're corpses. They're not mm-hmm. moving around if there's nobody here. The idea of this moss gathering on them because they're so still. Right. Is really cool to me. Yeah. You know.
2: And I almost thought of them as being like on their way to being golems. Like that's the end point for these. Things. Oh,
0: that's interesting. Huh. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I like that.
1: Yeah, huh. yeah. Um, but uh, just like seeing them, their their design, I think they're one of the more unsettling enemies in the game. Have you seen the Tree Man?
0: The Tree Man? It's a guy, I forget oh, what country yeah. he's
1: in, yep. but he has like this... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's the got worst this, X-Man. Well, what's that?
0: The worst X-Man. Yeah, the worst
1: X-Man. <laughs> yeah, the
0: saddest yeah. X-Man. I, I've seen that guy. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's got like too much keratin in his skin, and so it causes like all of these fingernail-like calluses to grow out. And his hands are like these gigantic, scaly, it looks like tree bark. Uh, mm-hmm. Goes up his arm. He's in incredible pain all the time. It's one of the most that you could just wake up one day and have that be you. This is your life now. That's what yeah. this feels like to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It
1: just yeah. looks really painful. <laughs> yeah,
0: as a we're lucky dudes. Yeah, let's all let's all take a moment and acknowledge a <laughs> straight white male age twenty five to thirty five <laughs> non pre man privilege. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Dodged a blow with that one, guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, they can never take yeah. my non—they can never take my non-tree madness away from me. Oh,
2: no, that could just happen one day.
1: It could, yeah. That's, that's what for I just sure. said. Never sleep, <laughs> never. Yeah, because that'll protect you.
0: It's not instilled by Freddy Krueger, like it's. Oh man, but the yeah, things
2: you're you're fighting more of these guys at once. I felt like I was not in control of pulling these enemies. Like for most places in the game, even when you are facing multiple enemies. I always felt like I could kind of control when and how I pulled them and kind of how many I pulled. Whereas mm. this one, I just wound up in in like, you know, group combat again and again, which is kind of, kind of went with the nothing is sacred thing for me. Like right. I, I had no ability left to isolate down to one person. And or if, yeah, if totally. I did, it was after a lot of experimentation,
0: like you're really exposed, and that's why like I ended up spending so much time undercover. Yeah, like it, it, you know, you end up having like I'm gonna duck behind this library shelf. These guys are slow, mm-hmm. you know, like they they never sprint. They can kind of dive attack you, but if they're not close to you, you can kind of get them to trickle in. But when you first get in there, you're you're totally exposed. Like, you know, the the guy to your left sees you immediately. They kind of like fuck you, ambush guy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a guy in front of you. There's an archer in front of you. And like those fucking archers, man! Like yeah. so, crystal bows do a lot of damage, and their shots track. Yeah, which is just oh, the God. worst. Yeah, yeah, you know, just another one of these rules that's that's being broken, mm-hmm. you know, in this area. Um, so you just really have to make use of the terrain, and it makes sense because this is a weird library where, like, you know, little. So let's say you're you're. Uh, a studied man. You're like a pasty, white, scaleless nerd. How many astrolabes do you think you need? One, <laughs> two. <laughs> you know, oh, I, I don't know. Just like give me, give me, you know, thirty or forty, and just space them out throughout my floor. It's, it's like, like the, the statues. statues. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The person yeah.
1: who did the requisitioning for the Duke's archives also
0: requisitioned <laughs> yeah. the statues. Our tax resets. dollars are going to this. <laughs> I'm not going to pay more taxes just so those fat cats in Orlando can buy another crystal toilet plunger <laughs> like, for, for,
1: forget about the dark we're in the red
0: yeah. yeah I know I wish we were in the black <laughs> the deficit is the creeping dark <laughs> <laughs> thanks Obama Yeah. <laughs> have you guys seen that mod but, yes what? The, the Dark Souls mod that changes that you died to thanks Obama <laughs> No, I saw I... <laughs> oh my uh, god where's my bell it is <laughs> <laughs> okay no that 's yeah. amazing i
1: i've 've yeah. seen gifts, but I thought that those were just uh you know uh, i thought that those were just a joke as as no. dark souls gifts are somebody actually made that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a mod. It's Holy every time you die to Thanks Obama. I, I, like I think slightly better than the the Holocaust Never Happened.
0: The, the, I love the Holocaust Never Happened one. I only like it because someone described it as a weird glitch. Like, the says, like, like how did this weird glitch get past the developers? <laughs> so funny to me. <laughs> like, uh <uh-oh. laughs> That combination of characters showed up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's
1: a there's a YouTube video that's made by Bleep. He's a guy uh, from uh, from something awfuls uh, FYAD forum. That uh, it's it's the it's this the the secret hidden castle in Super Mario World. It's like it's just like the you go in and it says like you know Hitler is right or something like that. And as you run along, it's like swastika 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 sixty nine <laughs> something like that. And all of the, all of the uh, um, uh, speech boxes that you hit just say these awful things. And mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> nobody can figure out why shigeru miyamoto felt the need to express these views but
2: <laughs>
1: yeah uh, oh man mm-hmm. i'll put um, a link to
2: that so I, but i was saying thanks obama a lot in this area <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's real hard so like i'd love this area the most out of any area in the game from a lore from an from a lore perspective and an aesthetic perspective um but i don't like the gameplay that much in that way it's like the inverse of uh Sen's fortress mm-hmm. for me where the, the aesthetically and the lore it's, you know it's nothing nothing that special it's unremarkable um but the gameplay is really 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 good so somebody needs to like Reese's that shit and get a little bit of dukes in my Sen's.
0: yeah, yeah. dukes
1: fortress <laughs> um Sen's archive
0: like yeah it, it's like i, I think that um, the gameplay here, the worst thing I can say about it is like it doesn't, other than just mass, like mm-hmm. it doesn't introduce that much new to right. it. Other than just like numbers. Right. And so enemies like, that
2: freaking teleport away before you can kill them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like having to deal with multiple channelers uh, in a row, and but, you know, who have that kind of kind of power. And you're getting peppered all the time with ranged attacks yeah. mm-hmm. during here. So it's like it really kind of is like the area that's about cover. Yeah. You know in 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 all ways is this so the
1: biggest most wide open space in the game? I mean, accepting something like Anna Orlando where you're on these uh uh walkways and you know you're kind of seeing you know everywhere this is a gigantic enclosed space
0: it's the, the biggest, biggest indoor open space where there are where you're fighting a lot right yeah like I mean other than like I mean I guess like the uh the painting room in Anne Orlando, but then the the area you're there in is very limited, but right. that's kind of like similar to that like the ground floor it's like a very yeah. large open space. But those enemies seem to have like less aggro range and are spawned further away from you. Like if you kind of stick to the outskirts, they won't see you. To make yeah. that happen here, like if you go in with the uh, the slumbering dragon crest ring or the ring of fog, like this area becomes a lot easier. Right. Because enemies, you know, aggro range is, is much shorter. You're more likely to take on one guy at a time. But if you don't do that kind of like simple trick that they don't want you to know about Um, professors hate it if you don't do that then then it's you know you're pulling lots and lots of dudes and that seems like that's all there is really to it in a big open area where you're gonna have to fight lots of guys at once
2: right yeah yeah and there's there's a lot more people here positioned for ambush we mentioned one but like just every time you turn a corner there's someone standing behind it waiting for you right yep 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 yeah, let's uh let's talk about some chandlers, because we like talking about chandlers.
1: Yeah, this is the culmination. <laughs> this is the highest uh, uh per area in the game. Well, Chandelers. These per are these so. are the last chandlers. We don't yeah. see
0: chandlers after this. Mm-hmm. So, no more chandlers. If you like chandler chat, <laughs> tune into our new podcast, <laughs> chandler chat.
1: I want to make that t-shirt so bad. I've got some. I've got some doodles on here,
2: as opposed yeah. to chandler chat.
1: <laughs> Ch- yeah, exactly. Hey, friends is coming back. I hope not. It is. Um is it? <laughs> Look upon my works ye mighty and weep. <laughs> yeah, no, no thanks. Yeah. Um But uh but yeah, so uh, a couple of kind of like stray notes here. Uh I want to get your guys' opinion. Do they have six eyes or do they just have six eyed helmets
0: uh because of Seath? I like to think of them having six eyes just because it's
2: extra creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll go with that. More insect like. Yeah. I,
1: I like to I like to think that this is just like you know a symbolic thing like these are humans in Seath's charge, who like just have this thing you know just kind of like our master doesn't have eyes so we have more to compensate and also to say we are the eyes of this blind you know all, this blind yet all seeing eldritch abomination. Right. They're,
0: they're
2: a little big to be humans, though yeah, I was just
0: about to say that, like I never yeah. thought of these guys as 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 strictly human, like they're definitely sorcerers of some kind, but right. I never thought of them as actually human because they're yeah. like twice as tall as you are
1: i mean I, I kind of look at them in the same in the same area as the butchers. You know, a little mm, bit. It's no, yeah. kind of like, oh, maybe they're humans who were corrupted by some by some force. <laughs> The
2: butcher is like the redneck
1: cousins <laughs> of the channelers. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know,
0: if you if you if you uh if you end up taking a lot of shop classes in high school and the army <laughs> won't take you, you become a butcher. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise you go to the Duke's archives and you get your master's yeah. degree in a so, so, woman so kidnapping. So I guess so. so I
1: guess if being around Seathen biggins them, it could also give them extra eyes. But uh I don't
0: know. Yeah. yeah, maybe I mean maybe. I just I there's no there's no way to see it. Yeah. And the text is purposely – you know I mean? Not
2: purposely, but it's, – It's really biggest. vague. Yeah. 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 I think either way, like the way you're reading it is dead on. Like the the kind of symbolism or meaning oh, behind yeah, it. Oh, yeah, totally. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're, they're, they are the eyes of Seath. And that's supported mm-hmm. by seeing them all these other places. It also uh, refers to them as snatchers. Yeah. So it, like this is, this is cementing really? – yeah, this is where we get – because up until this point, you would have to make a pretty big leap to think that maybe they – you know, we had to make big leaps to figure out why they were where they were at. And mm-hmm. we're basing this, that information, a lot of that on this, which is yeah. like, we know they kidnap maidens because this is the armor that tells you they kidnap maidens. Right. Mm-hmm. And they are known as snatchers. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, no affiliation with Hideo Kojima.
0: Yeah. It's a little slangy of a name <laughs> for Dark Souls. <laughs> like, the snatchers, I get you, they will. Like, it sounds yeah. a little yeah. hip. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, later on, Logan says we need to, uh, like, what is it, uh, make for a getaway or something like that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is you know uh, Stage. All, yeah, time and space is weird and <laughs> yes. it's all it's all timey wimey and lorder and so yeah it's yeah
1: okay so let's try to link this with Bioshock Infinite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yikes. Um, yeah, the uh, the the most frustrating thing about fighting them here is definitely the teleport. Yeah. Like anytime if I see them buff, I know that's when I go up and stab them a bunch and they until they stop breathing because right. like <laughs> that will that will generally work like while they're doing that awesome dance. Um, but the, uh, the, if they, when they teleport around, that's really frustrating. And we talked about it before. Like there's not tons of like, there's one really good magic resist shield and then a whole world of like, or I mean two, cause have too. two, but then there's right. like a whole world of like pretty shitty magic resist shields. So those magic missiles are going to be serious. Um, and like when I feel like once you get up close to these guys, if they don't teleport, like you're pretty much okay. Like they're not too bad melee wise,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but when they teleport away just to pepper you with more missiles, that can be really fucking infuriating yeah yeah you can also get and caught it,
1: off guard because they respond here as well
0: yeah, yeah. which yeah. means if you want a trident like <laughs> this is your this is your area but there's no you know real good bonfire for running up to them you can do it from the second bonfire we run in or i guess it's th- this area is rich in bonfires man yeah the totally. uh the third bonfire you run into but you still have to go through quite a bit in order to get those uh get to those guys is it the trident that
2: gives you the dance? I was—I yeah. I saw the full dance for the first time watching a YouTube video earlier today, yeah, and it's, it's freaking it, awesome.
1: It's the R two, um, and it actually does buff uh, people around. It. How
2: badass is that? I, I like that. I, I like that touch a lot.
0: There's yeah. a There's a YouTube you gotta watch. Um, I think if you search like Dark Souls Young Turks, okay, <laughs> that Rod Stewart song. There's a really fun video of like a Chandler party. <laughs> I, I like a whole lot. A yep. whole bunch of people dressed up as Chandlers. Yeah, dance. I'm,
1: laid I'm, down I'm, prism stones. Yeah, play. made like
0: a techno techno dance floor. Yeah, um, all <laughs> of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you, so you get past the, this uh, the one channeler here um, through this room full of astrolabes. You may notice a, uh, a treasure treasure chest on top of a bookshelf. It's full of yeah, yeah. Just don't, yeah. just don't try it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like uh, God is it fucking obnoxious. Yeah. Um, but for now, we're just going to go up through there, and I love this part leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, it was before I got pissed off at this area <laughs> and like, because I was like, okay, this is getting increasingly crystallized. Like I'm going to explore a library mm-hmm. that is slowly being corrupted. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And I thought that was really cool. Like mm-hmm. I was like, that's awesome. This is just going to, I knew the crystal caves were attached. Like I, I'd read the Duke's archives slash the crystal caves. I didn't think they'd be a separate area. I thought that the, the, you'd be exploring hallways of a library that had been encrusted over. Right. With this stuff. That's what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, you run into a crystal knight on the way up here who has who's bereft of significance. Like do we know anything about this dude? Yeah, I was gonna ask.
1: I've seen him referred to as the Crystal General. I just he he he's kind of like a NPC. Um, you know, he 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 has a different moveset than the regular guys, I think. Um mm-hmm. at the very least he's he like he will parry you and, you know, uh repost yeah. and everything like that. So at the at the very least he is more adept than kind of the the general hollow moves yeah. that you find I
2: don't remember it being a hard fight like he, he it is a different moveset but I don't remember him being particularly difficult or notable like what what are they trying to do with them in this area I I have no idea yeah.
0: he he hits hard like yeah. that's all it is is like he's not hard to uh avoid and he's not particularly hardy. he just hits hard like every all crystal
2: things right Do you no that would make any... I was going to ask <laughs> if you here from from gray or er... Is it Griggs of it? Yeah, Griggs. He like he like goes off to search after Big Hat Logan.
1: Yeah, he doesn't make it. He, he hollows and sends.
2: Oh,
0: okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's almost a cool idea. Like that. Would, like if this was him, like getting corrupted by this stuff and just covering in the crystals. But we right know now. what happens to, to Griggs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you get up here, and I was surprised at this point because I saw the fog wall. Somebody had put Need Ring <laughs> in front of it, and yeah. I know what they mean now, but I didn't know then. Um, and this is like the one of the very few times I feel like Dark Souls like fundamentally just like breaks the rules. Right. Yeah. Like there are there are times where it bends the rules, mm-hmm. right? So those tracking arrows, that bends the rules. <laughs> Invisible like the platforms we're into next time later. I don't think those break the rules. I'm kind of into those as a mm-hmm. thing. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um this is just seems like like a mandatory death feel so counter to the spirit of Dark Souls to me.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know? And you don't there's nothing to signal that it's mandatory. Um, you know, you can do damage. I was like, okay, this is going to be, you know, because the boss fights in Dark in the Souls games tend to be about something. Mm-hmm. When I realized I couldn't just run up to him, I thought, okay, this is a ranged boss fight. I'm yeah. going to be avoiding attacks from him. I'm going to be able to do, you know, do ranged things. And maybe he'll like put down his tail and I have to run up it to do melee attacks or something like that. Like, you know, I was like trying to figure it out. You can fight him for a little bit. And then he just does his like really high damaging Omni curse breath right. thing. Um, it does a lot of damage, so you're likely to die before you get cursed, but you can definitely get cursed, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. – like, that's what that need ring thing was supposed to be. Cause you, so you're going to lose all your souls on the way up here unless you put on a ring of sacrifice because mm-hmm. you're not going to get back here before dying. No. Um, and the uh, you wake – you can wake up in the jail cell like fucking cursed and it's going to yeah. be a long time before you can warp somewhere to fix that. Right no yes <laughs> that's so annoying that's so like, hell, man? well
1: so are you saying that you need that you need the curse bite ring which it's really good that we went to uh new londo before this or are you saying that you need the uh the rare ring of sacrifice because that would actually the
0: rare ring of sacrifice is what i would use yeah because yeah. The, cause you'd keep your souls too
3: okay
1: and in yeah. humanity
0: yeah um it could have been referring to either one i mean it was a mm-hmm. dark souls message so it was oblique but the uh like, now I try to save, you know, if, I, if I'm if i in a playthrough where I'm concerned with souls, like I'm not soul level one, I try to keep a rare ring sacrifice just spe- specifically for this fight. Right. Like, yeah. I remember texting you about this, Cole, like, when mm-hmm. I first did it, and I was really irritated about it. And, like, narratively, they wanted to do, like, a prison break. Yep. You know, and they want to show the power right, of this character. Like what,
2: what and, right, what <laughs> of, what, who looked at Dark Souls and said, you know what? This needs a prison break.
0: It's, it's, well, it's real video gamey, right? Yeah. It's like a real yeah. traditional narrative. But like, we've been watching him catch people mm-hmm. all game, right? This is what he does, yeah. you know? Yes. So it's like, I get that part. Have me walk into a hallway and have like gates crash down, you know, like I, that still would have been video gamey, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have had a, like a mechanical impact and it wouldn't have felt like it wouldn't have gone against the weird, you know, the lore of this game where it's like, you can't like this doesn't happen. You respond at the last bonfire you're at. Right. Yeah. You know, like that has been established over and over again. If they had just made it a trap at the very least, like it wouldn't break as many rules. Which yeah. I, have, feel. I, have a,
2: I have a theory about this. Okay. I, in iHardcore, when this happened, I did like a double take and I'm like, this is not like dot. <laughs> okay. I feel violated. But so, um, this is kind of moving us into that whole next section. But we talked about the whole, you know, boar and channeler and firekeeper soul in the parish earlier. In the cell that Big Hat Logan is in, in this next area, I believe there's a firekeeper soul, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I wonder if Seath wasn't after a firekeeper soul or slash acquired a firekeeper soul and used that or, you know, had that killing a firekeeper. As some way to break this whole bonfire continuity because he knew you were coming for him and like was getting ready for it.
1: So I could see him taking that and actually like installing a a bonfire in in there, knowing that like as he captures undeads, like they could just commit suicide to get away. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, But if he, you know, somehow forces them to, you know, rest at that bonfire or link to that bonfire, like he keeps them in a loop. So, like, that one way is, like, out. So, the hole there is, you know, how you didn't just go back to um, where you, you know, right, started, right? But, you know, that can be hand-waved away where the wizard did it. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe, well, maybe, like, maybe like something, you get to an area, there's a door in front of you, and when you rested the bonfire, it opens. Mm-hmm. So, like, at that point, you know, when you kill Seat, that is the last bonfire you're at. And then while you were knocked out, he changes things or something like that right. or like opens a different way or something like, I mean, I don't know all of the ways you can do this. Like if they decided they wanted to have this plot video gamey thing happen, it's always going to feel weird. It's always going to break some rules. They went with the most arbitrary, like a wizard did it way to do it.
2: Mm hmm. Well, yeah. and I could see it from the perspective of, like, we're trying to build him up into this, like, badass who's really messing with the way things are.
3: Right.
1: Mm. Or,
2: you know, with the natural order of things. And that's that's what I took away from it.
1: And I, I, I'm yeah. always a big fan of, like, subverting the fabric of the game in order to make you feel, like, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just kind of like, how do we stress you out by taking these things that you took for granted and then changing it? You know, because this is a real big, like the rules are off kind of moment, which how? could either be you know really a really bad thing or you know something that adds to the feel. I, I don't. How sure... cool would
2: that be as a random status effect? <laughs> that when you when you when you die, whatever you get infected with this like seeth curse or whatever it is, and every time you die, you wake up at like a random bonfire.
0: Oh no. It, it, when you could warp it would be right. it would be oh, yeah, like yes. trivial well, the other yeah. thing too is like what what would that would do would be annoying yeah. you know like it's a cool idea, but it would be even before you could warp you'd like, okay, well, I have to walk through here you know yeah. like and yeah. and and annoyance is is usually yeah. a bad punishment.
1: I'm at the bottom of blighttown again yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. that would that would be that would Oof. be rough like just the blight town like you know draw where like mm. every time you you teleport you just teleport there first <laughs> like the uh uh yeah, I, I, I mean, I can't think of a way that this could have been fixed. I understand if he's a badass, but, like, Dark Souls is so about rules Yeah. that subverting a rule like that, like, a good example of how this could have worked is they did, you know, and we're going to talk about it. And, really, and the more I think about it, the more I'm looking forward to this episode, is, like, in the Catacombs and Tomb of the Giants. Like, mm-hmm. Catacombs, the the intentional way, no one ever feels like dealing with this. But the I feel like one way they intended for this was to be a pretty challenging area you can do early on where the whole point is you have to get to these key enemies mm-hmm. before everyone else dies. die. So that's taking something, you know, you've been going one by one through things slowly and methodically. You can't do that there. So they're taking away, like, a playstyle. Right. Same thing with Tomb of the Giants, even though we're going to get around this too by going and getting the Sunlight Maggot. But the idea being that, like, okay, you have to hold a lantern. You can't use a shield for this area. So it changes your play style. It doesn't change, like, the fundamental rules of the yeah. game. I mean, you know?
1: uh, okay, okay. So again, each of these four areas, each with a different elemental affiliation, each with a different thematic link, and each of them breaking breaking that you know rule in one in one way or another. New Londo, you know, like the the first two thirds of the level, you can't hurt enemies. You know, right. unless you have this different thing. So there, are, like there are these different compromises that you have to make in the you know in the in these in these areas. Right, and then
0: Demon Ruins, they didn't finish.
1: Yep. So <laughs> Ruins,
0: they're like, oh shit, we can't do anything for this. Right, um, so let's rush on through, but yeah, yeah, i mean i would I would buy that like that they're kind of like the second half of the game is about taking these things
3: mm-hmm.
0: away from you, but this specific thing they're taking away from you like doesn't work for me. Yeah, very well. If I if I suspend like my Dark Souls part of my brain, mm-hmm. I can get pretty into it Yeah, because I like the sequence that results from it.
1: Yeah, this this sequence is one of my favorite parts of the game, actually. Yeah, the me the, too. The, 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 the the situation that leads up to it aside, like this is this this is like the scariest that this game with like skeletons and monstrosities gets.
0: Yeah, this, yeah, this is room real cool. full
1: of full of cogs. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Like, I, I love this area. I went down uh, when I played it right before we recorded. I just wanted to go look at those cogs mm-hmm. down at the bottom. That's getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. But I wanted to see if there was any kind of suggestion as to what they were. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't I couldn't figure anything out.
2: Yeah, And there's no reason for you to really, like, look at them even because, you know, everything, everything that is of interest is either up the ladder or in the cell to the right. So you're given no real incentive to explore that room.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it was just an artist really wanted to have that there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It it showed up in some early sketch and that's just always the way it's been. Seath is a a steampunk LARPer (laughs) and he just just
0: throws throws some gears on it.
1: Okay. So, so, so in, in their artist pool, the people doing the concept art, they had a giantist, a giantess fetishist and, uh, and, uh, and a a steampunk LARPer. Yeah. There
0: we go. And that's how we got Tomb of the Vagians. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh. So so what you know what happened you you wake up um you do this like there's a like the lounging snake man yeah which I'm oh glad that guy God. that guy's yeah. back yeah <laughs> like uh. you know it's just like it's his cousin from son's fortress <laughs> like there's just you know, the one guy who's just gonna be asleep on the job no matter what yeah um, you know you steal his key and then this like cutscene which in a game with very few cutscenes they're all significant mm-hmm. um, yeah. like a micro snake snake man right like the snake man that turns on the the Victrola. Like, he's a shorter snake man.
3: Hmm.
1: Did, you guys,
0: did you guys think that?
1: I didn't notice that. No, I, I didn't. Maybe
0: watch the cutscene again after we get done. once we get off mic. Yeah. I don't know. I, he looked to me like, like a toady. Like a, and I was, like, really surprised I didn't run into him. It, <laughs> it, it's weird that you don't. Like, it's weird that he's not anywhere. But, like, he looks really sh- It might just be a trick of the perspective. So, I mean, everybody listening, you know, tell me what you think if you thought this as well. But I thought he looked shorter. Runs up, turns on this, like, ancient, like, snakeskin-covered steampunk. Victrola and has this awful noise, and then the snake men run. and God, do I love them running past you! Like, yeah, oh, sh- oh shit, <laughs> Get away. I
2: aren't you a little short? To be a snake man?
0: <laughs> the first time
2: you thought what? Was like that would have made sense, water
0: was rising. Oh, yeah, or crystals or something like that. That was the first thought, my first thought.
1: They uh, he- they unleashed okay. the Kraken, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can you actually hear the thing playing? I can't remember because I died almost yeah. immediately yeah. after. Yeah, it turns you can. On.
1: It's, okay. it's fucking horrifying, is what it
0: is. It's been going on in the background of this whole part of this conversation for people listening. So it's, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really annoying, and I'll, I'll turn it off now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. The, uh, yeah. One, one way to cheese this, if you're ever feeling unadventurous, uh, is just immediately rust or immediately kill yourself. Mm-hmm. You'll wake up back at mm-hmm. the bonfire and the alarm is off. Yeah. And yeah, the, uh, the, uh Picasas, Mimosas, <laughs> uh, Grix are, I, you know, respawned back on their case.
1: So I need to do an, in an, in episode errata. Um, it's Pesakas. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, like I, I could, I could forgive you for, for thinking that it was, uh, for thinking that it was Google's, uh, you know, photo management software, but it's Pesakas. Mm yeah i'm looking i'm looking at the um thing now and yeah he does appear to be a little short his proportions
0: are off yeah he's got kind of like just kind of dwarfish dwarfish proportions <laughs> i don't mean that as like a slur i mean literally like you know a longer torso
2: yeah and, but and still like arms. Short,
0: shorter arms and shorter legs
2: yeah, okay. al wasn't meant for regular combat so we put him down on the the lich collar yeah yeah
1: he yeah. gives him a sense of purpose
0: yeah he's the lover pulling boy <laughs> um, the uh, and, and then that makes you think like maybe he's hiding somewhere and you could just find him the same way you can find the giant that opened up sends fortress.
2: Like <laughs> no, be no, awesome no. You, you, you that be You kill secret. everything else that he sends at you and he does the little uh, and runs away. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah.
0: If you if you want to, you
1: can turn the alarm back on. Um, yeah, yeah.
2: Does yep. it do anything I've, I've once that. you've killed them all?
0: I don't think so. I no. don't know. It just greets on you. Yeah. But it's <laughs> um, a neat
1: sound like aesthetic it's, it, it's really really unsettling like yeah, like like yeah, a well lot designed. of this area. Yeah. yeah. But like I I like the idea that there are these pisakas which are uh octopus headed snake bodied they've got this spike and you know va- vaguely vaginal you know w- when they lift up their tentacles really really weird creepy creatures that yeah. are kind of inherently non-aggressive like they only attack you have if you get close enough to provoke them right or when the alarm goes off yeah or when like the, the alarm goes off the alarm but like off. but i like yeah. the idea that they are you know just kind of like you know you know twisted beyond recognition and just kind of like sitting there and the way that they get them to attack is just to piss them the fuck off Hmm. It's kind of like here's this yeah. thing like maybe that's a frequency that's just like only they can hear and it grates on them. And just kind of like going
0: after and just going on a rampage, it's right?
2: Pisaka whistle,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. One one of the things I thought of because we're gonna run into uh, the two Pisakas who are non-aggressive, right? Right. I wonder if like the ones that are that attack you are the ones that have gone insane. Oh yeah, from from being kind of trapped in this body or warped, mm-hmm. and the ones that just weep are the ones that are still aware of the fact that they mm-hmm. were once human. They're fresher. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Which is you know crazy, terrifying, and mm-hmm. and and sad. Um, these things are not as tough as I thought they would be based on, you know, the reaction. No,
2: right. you know, no not but, at all. They they get a cutscene and they're really kind of easy. Yeah,
0: not too bad. There are a lot of them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're not too bad.
2: Um, and it's interesting you mentioned that weeping. I was really weirded out the first time I went through. Somehow I missed freeing Big Hat Logan from Sens, so he never showed up down here in mm-hmm. my first playthrough. Um, and I heard that weeping and I always assumed it was someone like back in the cell that oh. all these things were um, defending. Yeah. And then I, f- I finished clearing them out and couldn't find this person. And the only – and then there was that firekeeper soul in the cell.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And, like, so maybe only- it was like
0: ghost weeping or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. You know. I,
2: that's the only conclusion I could make is that yeah. either, either that or like I had accidentally like taken something out with my gigantic axe or I guess mm-hmm. club at that point right. uh, unintentionally. Yes.
1: Yeah. The, the the two that weep their big sister and little sister is what they're referred to um as hmm. and they also drop uh miracles from the princess guard. Uh, yeah, they're I'm
0: members sure. of the princess guard. Yeah. Like they're they're like her handmaidens or something like that. Like it yeah. says something in the miracle descriptions. Right. Um there are ones uh you know so that's that's this is what happens when when Seath kidnaps a maiden. This is what would have happened to Dusk. Do you see what happens right? like- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what happens when you when you find a stranger in the Alps. Um, <laughs> like you, you put him in a gold, and you turn him into a, a mimosa.
3: Um,
0: the uh, so these are the uh, super creeps. Um, you find Big Hat Logan here. He's been captured yeah. again because this is what he does. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he wants you to do a jailbreak. Yeah.
1: He, he he so so like a, a lot of his dialogue up until you know he finally does lose his mind indicates that he's not very well balanced. Like when he's uh when, when when he's uh trapped in the cell in Sens or the or the hanging cage, you know, he says like my mind is melting from like the lack yeah. of something to do. Yeah. And then here he says, Oh, it's so something something. Uh these books, you know, like r- you know, so close but so far away. You know, locked yeah. behind locked locked behind these bars. I just I, I, I like Big Hack Logan's character so much because of yeah. those like
0: hints, right?
1: It is and, and
0: I say this all the time. Um it is overtly Lovecraftian. Yeah. Like yes. the idea of yeah, the idea of in this whole area is with the with the uh, uh the Sockas, which are, are pretty much Grix, D and D Grix. I want I don't want Levi to attack me, so I need to mention that. Um, <laughs> they're, they're pretty much D and D Grix. Um but though with those creatures and with this whole storyline of like the pursuit of knowledge being a corrupting force as opposed to an enlightening one. And and Big Hat Logan is essentially a Lovecraftian protagonist. Right. Right, like he's Herbert West, and <laughs> and he is you know uh, pursuing knowledge at the risk of his own sanity, at the, own, the risk of his own you know breaking his own brain. Right, you know. Hey, um,
2: a question for you: Is there any equivalent to this in Demon Souls, either to the the Prisakas or Priscillas or whatever it is, or to this whole like bonfire prison?
0: Um, no, there's no, there's nothing that like breaks the rules like that in Demon Souls that I recall. Hmm. Um, there are not, there are not. Uh, Pica or Pissachas, there is like a prison area where there are non aggressive like hollows
2: mm,
0: essentially yeah. and prison guards that actually kind of bear a little bit of a resemblance to these things just in the face that they have, the fact they have tentacle faces right um in the tower of Latria right uh, oh, I think I
2: got there, yep, yeah,
0: which is probably you know the spiritual successor that's the sorcery area
2: right. For, I mean, uh, you you want to talk th- about it. a Cthulhu reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that, that that area is also overtly Lovecraftian. like this is the this is the spiritual successor successor to that area, at mm-hmm. least this first part.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
1: Yep, yep. I'm yep. um, trying to think here. So you get a key you get from
0: the... Uh, from the the record player behind the the DJ. Yeah. And uh, and and we talked to Big Hat Logan. He wants you to get him out. You're not going to get the key for a little bit. Right. Um. And uh, so you go back up, and now you're you're making your jailbreak, and you get back into the uh, the area that's I guess behind it's behind where you fought C. It's right.
1: Oh, okay, so so you know where you got on the elevator to head up, like mm-hmm. so 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 picture the big gigantic room that's kind of bisected by this wall. Oh yeah, you go you yeah, go past. Them. Yeah, yeah. This is just the other half of the of the stacks, right? Yeah, I
2: got really really disorienting. It's it's very disorienting.
1: This. Um, and, and then that's one of my biggest problems, especially when you start rotating the staircases.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. 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 It's really simple. Like I can Mm -hmm. do it in 45 seconds now, but the first time, the fact that everything looked the same and the fact that you're constantly getting harried by channelers, you can't, there's that one channel you can't get to. Yeah. So he's just dropping magic missiles at you and, uh, you can't like sit down and be methodical the way that I would want to in this area. Um, so it's really easy, but it's only easy once you know how to do it. Um, which is true of everything, but it's, it's, it's really confusing on your first time through.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I do one note as you, as you come out of the prison and into back into the archive proper um, you get a view of the, um, the kind of garden or forest area. That yeah, have yeah. later. And I remember it, it just really impressed me because I saw that I was like, Oh, you know, that's kind of interesting. And I just assumed that it was all background area, <laughs> and then yep. and then as with everything in Dark Souls, you wind up being able to go there, which was right. just a nice little nice little. Connecting moment for me.
1: I was watching this awesome this this awesome um, video from Vati Vidya, the guy who does the prepare to cry stuff. He mm-hmm. he has this like little series of of, of uh, um, videos. It's kind of like ten things you didn't know about Dark Souls. And you know some you know some of the tidbits we drop, at least I drop, are you know are, are are from that. However, he had this one where like he's saying, you know, if you can get to an area and you can see it from a different area, like if you drop your blood stain there, you can actually like see it. And to demonstrate mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. he stood in the Tomb of the Giants and uh, the, like that part that overlooks Lost Isolith. He put on the binoculars and looked over and you could see from the Tomb of the Giants, his bloodstain and Lost Isolith.
0: Yeah. No way. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. Like, and I yeah. had a little bit of a, a moment of like that because like from one area, like from one side of Anor Orlando, you can see like when, when I was dying on the Archer buttress. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can actually see the the, the the soul on the archer buttress from from like where you spawn, essentially.
2: So speaking real, real quick, I, earlier in the notes, you, it mentioned that um you could see the Duke Duke's archives from the Undead berg. Is there a particular place you have to stand to be able to see it or is it just up there?
1: It's up there. It just depends on the angle. It like peeks out over the wall in the skybox. I, okay. I can't recall the exact the, the, the exact place where you have to stand.
2: I feel like that might have been one of those things where I like I saw it and I just didn't know that that you know was something later in the game yet, and I I didn't yeah. think to look for it, so I didn't you know nothing nothing clicked in my head
1: because because you're used to that kind of visual information being embellishments.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting though. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh, but you see that, and it's interesting because like everything else around it is this white fluffy cloud, so
0: you are real real high up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the, like when you're looking at that whole area too, you, you get that huge spire of like Dragon Tower mm-hmm. thing, and or the, the Crystal Tower, and it looks like a dragon. Yep. Did you guys? Did either of you guys think that? Like he's constructing a
2: gigantic crystal <laughs> dragon. Like, when, <laughs> well, where's that boss fight?
0: Like, like that, that's I did, looked at it again today, and I was like, Jesus Christ, that looks like. Something <laughs> no, I didn't
2: that notice it. that. Is there any point from the Duke's archives where you can look back over the rest of the game?
0: you can't really see over the wall, even into Anna Orlando, Like you barely yeah. can from this, this area. And this is the highest up you can get and see outside. Right. Which feels like it should just be this
2: spectacular view. Yeah.
1: yeah the, the, the highest view would be from Seath's chamber at the top where you, where you have the hopeless fight, but uh, mm-hmm. you, you can't really, even when There's you go no back problems. up there, there are yeah. no windows. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Cause Heath is a goon because <laughs> he, he's, he, he's a pale nerd. There's a room with you know no windows. Order. Spends all <laughs> like the time. That,
2: yeah. That's where it just got ridiculous for me is, like, you know, as you're running out of this prison tower and the entire wall is yeah. shelves.
3: I love
1: it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, Yep, yep. Like, at least you'll have something to do while you're in jail.
1: Oh, God forbid he ever gets silverfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be gigantic and have
0: tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, silverfish used to be human maidens. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> but the, um so the other, so you're kind of going around doing the staircase thing. We don't need to describe it totally in detail.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: you get a bunch of treasure chests around here, which is this is where you're going to find the same way every uh, area has an upgrade path. This is obviously the sorcerer one, mm-hmm. yeah. and you get tons of blue knight and uh, twinkling knight in order to upgrade special weapons and also upgrade uh, you know intelligence based like magic or uh, uh, enchanted
3: right.
0: weapons. Um, but eventually, kind of counterintuitively, you rotate a staircase and drop onto the bottom of it. <laughs> to run up to a to a channeler to get into the kind of next area, um, like a very welcome bonfire yeah. that yeah. you can teleport away from. So if you got cursed when you first fought Seath and didn't have an item to fix it, or if you know you just want to go level up some and not deal with this next part, you know you can finally warp away because you can't warp away from that jail bonfire. Right, um, and you get into the next area where you uh, you know. Through kind of a secret passage, yeah, goes in the back.
1: You go behind the shelves, and you know there's there's some stuff back there. Like that's where you can find a stash of prism stones, which will be useful later, Um, and then also Mm -hmm. mimics, mimics, mimics.
0: Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, The the channeler set. Yep. So in case you want to dress up like a channeler, you also get the uh, the crystal ember, I think. Here, so if you want to make crystal weapons, which I (laughs) why? Yeah, I've I've never have you either. You guys ever done anything crystal weapons?
1: not really like i've i you know when i when i got them so so domino sells them right yeah yeah, yeah. so like i picked one up and i played around with it. i was like oh that's neat but it's like impractical
0: yeah because you have to upgrade it to restore its durability mm-hmm. like you can't repair it and that just seems like i i'm just can't uh can't sacrifice something i put that much upgrading into yeah.
2: you know Yeah. is it is, do they have any place in like pvp
0: that's a good good question because like that would be the place for it right? Mm-hmm. Because like you don't have to, you know, P- a lot of people who are doing PVP, you look at them and they have like you know infinite humanity and they have like 73 Lloyds talismans and you know because right. they stop leveling up at a certain point. So they right. have a lot of souls. They can mm-hmm. buy, you know, 99 long swords and you know buy the tight knight in order to turn them all into uh crystal weapons, you know, yeah, if they yeah. wanted to.
1: So the, the like here's what's crazy so i'm looking at this Zvi a uh, a plus 15 Zvi has uh, um 325 physical damage mm-hmm. um but a plus 5 crystal's Zvi has um 351 physical damage with the same scaling yeah yeah nice so. so i yeah. don't i don't know um and you have to what kind of and it's just regular Titanite. Yeah. Except, yeah. except when you get to the you know, when you get to the top, which is you'd have to use an actual Titanite slab, which why? Yeah, which don't.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. it's
2: kind of you know, the crystal weapons go the same way as like raw upgrades. Yeah, yeah. They're,
0: I think that I think they're better than raw.
2: I think yeah, raw is widely so considered to be the dumbest. Wait, yeah, know, what is, is that? Series? Just like a a, a red herring. For... It's a noob
0: trap, is what I've heard
1: referred to as.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, which is which is what I did with the very first club that I had yeah. gotten because. Uh, Thankfully, it was before the Great Club, but it's like, oh yeah, I want, I want that. It looks like it's a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because you don't understand stat scaling, which is this thing they didn't
3: explain to at all.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's worth it's worth noting that the crystal ember, its uh, in game description actually says uh, that uh, it was created by Seath the Scalus, whereas a bunch of the other embers, like it's not attributed to anybody. They're just kind of like seen as being these manifestation, like these elemental
0: manifestations.
2: I right. like that because it kind of plays into this whole, you know, crystal thing as, uh, you know, warping natural stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. And he could have, I mean, I like the idea of the hollows. They're just like having moss grow on them, but he mm-hmm. also could have, he made the ember that can upgrade their equipment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So oh, yeah. what it is. So it's, that's possible. That's
2: right. They don't have it growing on them at all. They just got their, their equipment has it. They're really, they're really totally. <laughs> just if, if you that. put
1: on the crystal set, you look like the crystal
0: general. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Huh. yep. Um, when you get his set, there's no – which you get it here in a minute. There's no lore significance to it. It just says crystal weapons are stronger but have no – can't be repaired. Right. Like that doesn't say anything about it.
2: Which I mean I like, again, from like a game perspective, that makes a lot of sense to me. Like that fits, but it just doesn't doesn't work.
0: I yeah. In g- video games, like and there's been a couple other games where they have like like the glass sword or what have you. Like this, just the weapon that does tons of damage but breaks when you use it. I never use them. Right. Like I I just – just, I'm like, okay, well, I'm never going to touch this. And that's just how it ends up working. You know, like, Ex- yeah,
1: except for the crystal sword in Final Fantasy Four, which was
2: sweet. Well, yeah, but it didn't yeah.
0: break in one use. That's true. It's just a good sword.
2: Yeah. It almost at that point it almost feels like an item. You know, and it's almost yeah. this the too good to use syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It would work in a roguelike, you know, where you yeah. you have to use big items like that constantly. But sure. yeah, here it's just kind of weird.
3: Yeah.
0: Um you run into Logan here, and this is where you're gonna get a big lore dump on Seath. Yeah. So, and he kind of explains what just happened to you mm-hmm. with the, uh, the sucker punch.
1: Yeah. So, so like, you know, Seath is a lich essentially yeah. like in the D and D sense, you know, uh, a true undead who his entire like essence is uh, held outside of his body or the secret to his power is held outside of his pottery body. The, the primordial crystal is kind of like his phylactery um, and this thing, uh, you know, makes it so that, you know he's Wolverine each and every one one of his wounds closes up like immediately because mm-hmm. he is fueled by this crystal
0: yep and uh and and Logan also professes his uh his respect you know yep. for Seath at this point like he is a fan of Seath like he can't be grudged this, and that yep. plays in later um if you want to complete Logan's quest line which you do if you're a sorcerer mm-hmm. you need to buy all of his spells even ones you already have copies of mm-hmm. and that is a lot of souls yeah yeah, like, it is really expensive to, like, complete the sorcerer, like, you know, Like hun- hundreds of thousands.
2: Yeah, it's, it's Any, really pricey. The enemies in this area aren't that good for farming souls, if I remember right. No, you you want to warp away.
0: Yeah. You want to yeah. go do the forest exploit for, yeah. you know, a half hour, 45 the, minutes. The
1: way that I did it, because I wanted to farm up humanity, too, like the Pesakas at the bottom of the Jail Cell Tower, it's mm. a really, really good farming spot.
0: I oh, really? that especially if you have like an area of effect pyromancy. Yeah, yeah. if you go down Great there with chaos. firestorm,
1: it just yeah, yeah, it's it's nothing. And if you put on mm-hmm. if you put on covetous gold, you know serpent ring ring, yeah. get some humanity and put on a put on the symbol of avarice, like you're you're going to be raking in humanity hand over fist.
2: Yeah, do you have the, the symbol of avarice at that point?
1: I've only I on my main guy I do, but okay. it, you know it's one of those things. I've never gotten to Balder side, sir, but I have that fucking okay. thing.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, a, a random, gold,
0: random uh, side note. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, the gold uh, server ring does not stack with the symbol of avarice, Oh. Just, yep. Alrighty yeah. then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it, it seems, I'm surprised it doesn't, because most things like that do stack, but right. in this case it does not.
2: Yeah, the, um, the boar's head mask, or whatever that's called, um, okay. is I guess a super rare drop. I got yeah. all three of them.
0: <laughs> what? I think, <laughs> I think you're guaranteed one from the second one. Like one of the the next the groups right in front of Duke's archives will give you one oh, if you wow. didn't get one in the first place. No, I'm thinking of the um, the gargoyle helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what uh, I'm thinking of.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, no, I just I just wound up with a lot of them.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Huh. Yeah. You decorate your mantle.
2: Yeah. Um, I'd start start my like a dragon place for uh, like like what Ornstein has only yeah. with, uh, with boars. I <laughs> yeah,
0: just boars. I love that. Room. Stay away boars. Um, <laughs> So, so what else about Logan here, other than you had to buy all his stuff? Like he's coming up in a bit. Uh, but here you just buy his stuff, and he's just chilling. Nothing wants to kill him. He's just reading.
1: Yeah, he's just he's just reading. Um, again, one of my favorite story notes in the game, of why I like him. You know, as you go through his inventory, like there are certain marks where he just starts gibbering randomly, and he
2: like says like, "Oh, there you are. It's been a while." Or were you just here? This fascinating place defeats my sense of time.
1: You know, it's it's kind of like the Crestfallen merchant in that you can see his
0: descent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep, yep. Yep. And and i I, I dig that. Like he's yep. going down the same path Seath did. Yep. You know. And uh yeah, sorcery is is that way madness lies. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get you get through this like area in the back. You go through this kind of secret. You know, you go through a secret door. You pull a secret lever to open these stairs that put open up into this back here. The ear.
1: candle back.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is it <that> a young <laughs> Frankenstein reference? Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Huh. laughs> you thought I was going to say put that coffee down, but no, I went another
0: way. <laughs> <laughs> um, you end up in this backyard which is just full of crystal golems like this is where they they live when he's not you know sending them out to capture maidens and
2: there's nothing good in this area like i yeah. explored it very thoroughly hoping to be rewarded and you just, you don't get there's, anything.
0: There's there's blue chunks. Yeah. You do it with oh, you, yeah, yeah. you want upgrade material for an enchanted or a magic weapon. I
1: just picture them frolicking and playing.
0: Yeah. They're kind of cute.
2: They're big dopey idiots. Actually, in terms of, in terms of the fights uh, in Dark Souls, I actually really enjoyed these two-on-one crystal golem fights. Like, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. They're, their move set is pretty easy to learn, but there's just a little bit of randomness um, in always having to fight two at once that I really, really liked. So I, I um, probably fought all of them more than I needed to, you know, instead mm-hmm. of just running by, just because I enjoyed the process of fighting them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The uh, yeah, I, I like fighting them too. Like they've got a really like they telegraph their moves really fairly, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah.
1: I like fighting them when you have a lot of room to move around. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is—I sure. mean, this is another big area. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like to, to fight them. You also here's a thought, because um, you run into another gold golem here. Yeah. Um, containing Sigland, uh, Sigmire's daughter. Do regular golems turn into the gold ones when they absorb a maiden? I don't know. Like, like it's or it's, they're it's, are it's, they different golds? Uh, I no, know. you had to you had to have been following Sigmire's quest line. Yeah. Uh, oh, which I is one of the, the peculiar ones in the game, like. It's actually, it's the prickliest one in the game.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I, I picture, so, so the way that I imagine it, and again, all of this is baseless because of me, it's like <laughs> the difference between a linking book and a prison book.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. No, just yeah. like, it's one that's specially designed, like, you know, to, to, to be deployed, you know, to, 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 to bring her back. Why she is there and not, you know, maybe she was on the way to being dropped off in the, in the basement. Um, who knows, but, uh, one of my favorite things about these, uh, these, these gold ones. And again, something from Bhattavidja's, uh, 10 facts is, uh, you can see Siglind in the, in in the golem.
0: Yeah. I didn't know that either until I watched that video. And that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, she just pretty much tells you that she's there to, uh, she's looking for her father. Yeah. You would not be blamed by thinking that it's Sigmeier, Yeah, you know, getting captured because they look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about Sigmire when we complete this quest line uh, next episode, I guess, is when we'll, we'll talk about him. Mm. I mean, he has a little – well, I guess we, we are going to be hard up for things to talk about in Ash Lake.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ash, Ash Lake seems like, the, seems like the culmination.
2: Which that, yeah. you, guys, you guys have been railing on, on Ash Lake, and so I'm just going to take the opportunity to say it right now. I actually loved Ash Lake. I love Ash just, Lake too. Yeah, <laughs> aesthetically. There's nothing to do there. But yeah. Aesthetically, I, I would, just was blown away by high it. High five, buddy. Yeah. I did a high five motion. Did you do a high five oh. motion?
1: kind of <laughs> yeah
0: i i am not blown away by ash Lake. i like ash Lake. I, I, I just want i wish there was something to do there it's yeah. neat from a lore perspective like it's 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 like one of those things where it's like it's a, it's a lot of pomp you're like mm-hmm. a lot of like it's it's a lot of bombast but mm-hmm. the lore perspective is just this is a primordial area mm-hmm. like it's it's not even lore it's just the atmosphere right like I think I feel like what you guys are picking up on is an atmosphere perspective.
2: It's you know? gated like, there's nothing way really too heavily. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like gated gated way too heavily, and there's nothing to do there. Like I would have, you know, and it, it's fine because it's an Easter egg. <laughs> like I like it a lot, but yeah. I just, you know, I the, wanted the more. Whole, you guys,
2: you guys, you know, popped my bubble uh, last episode about, on you know just finding out that no one is in that dragon covenant. Yeah. Actually, I thought that was really cool. I almost joined it when I when I first found it because I was like, "Oh, so badass! Maybe I'll maybe I'll do some PvP." But. It's
1: it's a wonderful idea. However, like you're not going to get as much action as if you were in just invading people. The fact yeah. that it's voluntary is uh, is you know really limits the number of fights that you're going to get in.
2: Is that so? Is it better to farm, if you need to farm for dragon scales? I have to sure. imagine it's better to go to the the, the de- or valley of the drakes <sighs> or whatever.
0: Yeah. It's, okay. it's no fun to do it either way. That is the better way to
2: do it. Though. Sorry, I'm com- completely derailing <laughs> us. Um...
0: So you freed
1: Sigland, and you are kind of, like, running in the direction of Seath, and it's pretty clear where you need to go, because as things get more crystallized and fucked up, you see this huge chasm. Like, gigantic. Mm-hmm. Like, you just... The scale of this always throws me off guard mm-hmm. when I get yeah. there. Like, it's such a compact area, like, in terms of, like the areas that you can get to, but, uh, but yeah, just the entire cat cavern itself. It's this gigantic, uh, crater, like just, you know, abscess
0: in the world. You're, you're walking on areas that were not meant to be walked on. Right. Like yeah. Seath, just Seath flies here. Like mm-hmm. he does not need to, to, walk. He doesn't even have feet. Right. So the, uh, some of the pathing is really non-obvious because it's not meant to be pathing.
2: Well, right. also because it's fucking invisible. <laughs> oh,
0: right, right, right. <laughs> which, before you can even get to the invisible path, so which there's something interesting about that, too, but, like, uh, they'll say in a minute, but you have to fight, start fighting the crystal golems on the platforms, yeah. and yeah, that sucks. Right. <laughs> like, unless you're, like, one-shotting them. Um, they're fairly easy. I've gotten very good at running around them. Like, I don't, I don't fight any crystal golems down here anymore. Right. But that took, like, a lot of trial and error and dying.
2: Mm -hmm. You just have to bait them into their like diving jump. Yeah. 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 Um,
0: the, uh, the first invisible path you run into that originally, so there's a marker on it Mm -hmm. from the developers that say like secret path that signals to you that there are invisible paths that wasn't there until a later patch. Right. Um, I kind of wish they didn't do that. Me too. Like I, I don't like that being there. Like I like having to learn this more Mm -hmm. because you can, there's a lot of clues, right? Like, Other players are probably going to be leaving markers because they're nice guys. Um, And you can hear it. Like, you can hear little crystal snowflakes, which I love crystal snowflakes. I love that, like, (laughs) whatever that, you know, (laughs) that just – we're getting, like, three inches today and everyone's, you know (laughs) – Everybody everybody, everybody is,
1: calcified into insanity and also their lungs are bleeding and they're drowning on dry land because they're inhaling these small shards
0: got a bad case of blue lung yeah
2: (laughs) see but like in retrospect yes it's clear to tie that sound back to the crystal snowflake sitting the walkway i don't think i ever would have put that together though the uh
0: the what they when you're running down this first path before you run into the first one you have to take there's a really obvious one, and I'm not i yeah. I could see missing it too, like I could see anybody missing it, mm-hmm. like you'd have to spend some time fucking around looking for it, but there's like a little pathway under an arch, and mm-hmm. because of the lighting or what have you the the snowflakes bouncing off of it mm-hmm. are much more evident uh, like, okay. the only the entire area you can see is being bounced off of, and maybe like the the rate of precipitation there is higher, but yeah. that one looks really evident, and if you go through it, you get a treasure
2: um, I think and I think that's what because it it also that path it's like it's not just over it could be misremembering so call me out on it if i am um but the the path is not just like off of a sheer cliff face it's like it, it looks like you could walk down a little further and then you're just oh hey i'm in midair yeah um, so it almost it almost baits you into finding the path
0: yeah yep. the, the one that one i was talking about definitely does yeah um yeah you also you you're you're running into crystal butterflies here um which, like, you know, again, like uh, uh, reusing a thing is always kind of a little bit frustrating, but, like, <laughs> they're way – so the run-up to the Crystal Butterfly where you just see it flapping its wings mm-hmm. in the distance is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And here is con- happening constantly.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> is, it, is it the same model? It struck me as, like, a smaller – like, a mini Yeah, they're smaller. Okay.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're mostly non-aggressive. Like, you can fight them. Yeah. With my, with my archer, I decided to fight one,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, just to see what it would be like. And uh, I fought that first one where you don't have to be on an invisible platform. Yeah. <laughs> to fight that. But uh, yeah, it seems like if I was invading, I wonder if people have done invading where you just try to beat people into making these things go aggro. You know, like in in an area that's not uh, not meant for it. C- couldn't yeah.
1: Couldn't you just like invade and then just like piss one of them off and then black crystal out?
0: Um. You <laughs> can, You can't attack enemies. I don't think. Oh. Okay. As an yeah. invader, so like, you couldn't hurt it.
2: And they, they aggro if you just get too close to them. You don't actually have to aggro, like like attack them.
0: Yeah, yep, yep. So you just had to get someone to back into one on accident. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The uh. Yeah. So invisible pathways. Yeah. The long ones. <clears throat> so, yeah.
1: I I, 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 I <laughs> love them in you know theory. I I like The Last Crusade. Um. <laughs> um. But um. They stress me out so much. Yeah, um, I they're, they're,
0: they're actually they're real generous, right? They're, like, they're, they're really wide paths. They're, re- they're they're
1: real generous, but I've I've fallen off of them because No, no,
0: I I I have too. Yeah. Like I'm just saying that like they stress me out, but they it seems like, you know, I shouldn't be stressed out, I just am. Mm-hmm
2: yeah the yeah. um the optional one is not the optional one, oh shit. yeah the, the optional Sucks. one curves so yeah
0: yeah and that's if you if you want to fully upgrade a magical weapon that yeah. you're going through that and that yeah. fucking that's you're, rough
1: you you're either going through that or you are killing about 50 crystal butterflies
2: yeah. yeah yeah yep yeah and i got to a point where i you know i had for whatever reason i had a ton of souls the first time i tried that path and mm-hmm. fell off and so my stain was just hanging there in midair. but every time I tried to get back to my stains, <laughs> I would work myself into some like, you know, weird predicament where I'd completely lost track of where the overall path was going. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you find yourself chasing snowflakes. So it was kind of like, Oh, yes. that one hit. Okay. I'm I'm safe there. Okay. Yeah. I'm safe there. Even
2: even that doesn't work. Like I, yeah. I, you say it curves. I think it, in my mind's eye, it's more jagged because there were a couple of places where I chased a snowflake that I felt like, was safe and managed to fall off a ledge anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think it it does jag. The um, it's you can uh, uh there are kind of ways around this. Like so, dealing with these, the the prism stones are a big one. Um, leaving markers or having someone else having let a marker, mm-hmm. like or left a marker. This is a big argument for playing online. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. rare that rare that I get down here that someone hasn't done this for me. Yeah. You know, um, and then uh, arrows are really good. mm Hmm. You know because it's quick, like you can just pull out your bow, shoot at the ground, the arrow will stay there as long as you need it to, and then you just walk to the next arrow. Oh, that's a good uh, so yeah, yeah. So if you, you know, you and I, I'll usually space them out about you know 10 feet mm-hmm. from each other, like where I'm at, they're about 10 feet in front of me, wherever it hits, and just go there, yeah. And uh, can usually make that work. Um, I very rarely will rely on the, the, the snowflakes yeah. because, like, when I get out, that's what makes me nervous, is like when I get mm-hmm. out there. Um, and try to do that. Even though they're straight shots, like now I can do it without doing anything mm-hmm. The like the, the, the fastest path
3: right.
1: to them, which Indeed. goes
0: through the little cave without, with the, the lizards in it. <laughs> yep. Which, um, cause if you, if you go, you know, you go down one path, you go left. If you can get past that golem and drop down to the cave with the lizards in it, it's one more straight path to, to see. Right. Oh, you're not talking about being able to do the path to
2: the blue slab. Without, oh yeah. 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 You know, oh my yeah. God. I was I, like, dude, this
0: guy, I'm sure people got it. Jedi. Yeah. I am. I am not a Dark Souls Jedi. I just don't need a blue slab that much. Like I did. I did no. my playthrough with a blue yeah. shell, blue slab. Right. You know.
1: Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Really, really stressful. Even still, even even when you know it. Yeah. So so anytime anytime I see one of those markers that's kind of out of midair, if I'm not being chased by a golem, I always upvote it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, that's a nice thing to do. Th- there, there are only
1: a couple. Like, if if I am doing co-op with somebody, like a stranger, just you know, summoning them for a boss fight or whatever, um, I always send them a thank you message, and I always always upvote
0: those. Yeah, those markers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if and if you don't uh, see any of them, make them yourself. Right, and that's the other. That's a nice thing you can do for people who are in their first time yeah. through this area. Yeah. Um. So like, you you eventually get past there, and you end up in like Clam Town. <laughs> um, like, like just 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 clam clam town uh you know clamaheim california like clamaheim it's fucking like these, it is stupid <laughs> Like you know, um these things are hard yeah yeah they hit really hard yeah it, it's kick.
2: really easy to pull multiple ones at once which yeah. is you're done if mm-hmm. that happens
0: and it gets really frustrating if you're dying against Seath and you have to—you don't want to stop and deal with these things. Like, you get to the point where you can run through the Crystal Caves. Mm-hmm. Um, this point is really annoying up until you get that. Well, I mean, I guess once you have the fog wall, you can just shoot through. But if you're just going through on the first time, they'll follow you in because there's no fog wall. Right. On the first time through.
2: Oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so these, I I love the design on these things. It's really, again, unsettling is the, is the, is the key word of the day, how they have those four crab legs underneath them and they have that fan shell Yeah, and they're full Mm. of human skulls. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yep. Nature's pearls. (laughs) It's It's, it's it's like the Dark Souls version of the stork. Forming, forming of it. So,
1: so wait a minute. Like people have the babies, but they don't have skulls, and this horrifying monstrosity comes this by. This is how
0: baby skulls are born. They <laughs> yeah. like, will get that in the tomb of the giants. <laughs> this but... is how babies. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. No, but um, so this is real interesting uh, lore stuff. I have it in the uh, I have it in the um, notes here. My 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 conjecture. My, my conjecture. Yeah. So. They drop purging stones and twinkling titanite. Twinkling titanite, we can, th- we can see like, okay, maybe it's just that they got this titanite in and their various mucus membranes. Like an actual clam uh, turns them into pearlescent twinkling, you know, kind of things.
2: Mm-hmm. Does it, the description say anything about why twinkling titanite twinkles?
1: To the wiki! Um, <laughs> 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 to make the world a more magical and pretty cool place, of course. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I never stopped uh, to ask no, I, that. <laughs>
1: This weapon, reinforced titanite, is imbued with a particularly powerful energy. Um, let me see here. Let's see. Here. After this titanite was peeled from its slab, it is said that it uh, that it received a special power, but its specific nature is not clear. Oh, mm. So, that,
2: that, yeah, that plausible that it went through one of these clams. Yeah, yeah.
1: They also drop purging stones, um, which, if you look at the icon, it's like a little skull that is uh, kind of uh, suspended in crystal. Uh, mm-hmm. like, like, like that right there. So it's implied that this is where they came from. Um, that, yeah. you know, Kareem just found these things and then just started harvesting them because, uh, you know, because, because curse is real useful. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the thing, like Seath and his affinity for curse and everything. If you look at Ash Lake, what do you encounter down there besides the Hydra, which is also kind of a dragon, you encounter Basilis. Um, which, you know, spread the curse breath or whatever, and you encounter more of these man-eater shells, which, you mm-hmm. know, uh, have this power to, you know, the, the, it's all affiliated with the curse, right? So ah. we never learn exactly where curse comes from. Uh, you know, it could be that uh, Seath, you know, harnessed it and created it, or that he just brought this with him to, uh, you know, like from the, from the ancient world, from the primordial world, and used that to conduct his research into crystals and, and, and things like that. And, you know, curse because it turns people into these uh, statues, which have these crystal, uh, um, you know, little little bits coming off of them. um, You know, that can be seen as kind of like a perversion of this soul crystallization kind of thing. Does that make any sense?
2: Sure. I think so. Yeah, especially I hadn't thought about the kind of ties it has to this primordial area before. Right. And I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, we know that Seath has one of his tentacles in the primordial soup or what have you. <laughs> it kind of it kind of um, undermines our uh, why there's a channeler in the uh, depths theory, like of him researching curse at that point right. because that's where their basilisks are. But it makes a sense. Like, uh, yeah,
1: I mean, it could just be that the that basilisk got out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, it's like, yeah.
0: yeah, Carl, get that basilisk <laughs> back here. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah.
2: Fire. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any reason that Chandler would be particularly interested in the gaping dragon. Maybe that would explain. why. Oh, yeah, the I way.
1: mean the the fact that it's overlooking the gaping dragon right there, as opposed to you know down where the down where the basilisks are might 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 lean it further in that direction to yeah. just kind of like like what was it about this particular eternal dragon that made him turn into this, whereas Seath is in, the, is in this entirely oh, other yeah. area. So sure, okay.
0: makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I'll buy it
1: that's been, okay but even more lore stuff so i apologize
0: no no it's it's that's good yeah um it's good so this is the weird boss fight for a couple of reasons like one because again in like a real video gamey plotty thing like you're not just encountering a, a boss to fight him like you are going to destroy his immortality stone you know and he catches yeah. you doing it um which is just it's just a little bit more story and build up than a lot of the bosses like specific fights have mm-hmm the like the four with, kings just hang out until you fight them. Yeah, <laughs> like this is this is all played in this little micro story of you getting captured and yeah. all that jazz.
2: What's up with the the original intro? Because you said the fog wall isn't there initially, right? And then you yeah. get a fog wall afterwards if you
0: die on him. Like you walk halfway there, Seath flies in, right? And the boss fight starts and a fog wall goes up.
2: Is there any? It, is there anywhere else that works like that? Because then you you have to walk through the fog wall every other time.
0: Yeah. Um, fog walls are weird and we've never, like, we've lore conjectured them a bunch and pretty much figure out that they're plot mm-hmm. walls, you know, yeah, like, that it's a yeah. black plot until we need it. I don't think that there's really, uh, you know, a a, a solution to that.
2: Yeah, I, I just, I, I can't think of any other place in the game that has this thing where it's like, it's not gated and then it is gated later on. Yeah. They're yep. really weird. Because there are other
0: areas where it's not gated, like the, uh, Stray Demon. Right, there's no fog wall for him.
2: No, um,
0: no. you know the uh, there's other places where it's there's no fog wall, but there's not one where one appears, way yeah. through like this. Again, nothing is sacred. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. So you, he has his little crystal there, and uh, if you need to destroy that to do damage to him, he knows you're doing it. He catches you, and you're gonna fight him. Yeah. And uh, you get to the uh, seat the scale is boss fight proper. <laughs>
1: Always make him destroy his own crystal. Never, 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 not do that. Uh,
0: Gives you a chance um, to do some damage, like it uh, stuns him. Okay, and uh, you can make him start breathing on it, and then as soon as he does his wind up, you can run up and get some hits as soon as he breaks it.
2: Yeah, okay.
0: If you want to get his tail, that's what you're doing. And getting his tail is a big pain in the (laughs) dick. Like it is so hard. I had such a hard time with this.
2: Well, he's got those two other tentacles that basically make him wider than any other boss in the game. Though, yeah, I getting think. around yeah. him
1: is a real chore.
2: Well, so and, that, and that tentacle,
0: tentacle like flail that his tantrum attack?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Primony,
0: like that, like you know, was fucking me up because I was a sorcerer, so I was real weak, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you know, I wanted to get that tail because I was a sorcerer, and mm-hmm. I wanted an intelligence, you know, based uh, greatsword. Um, yeah, it was a huge pain in the ass. To get mm-hmm. that thing, you have to do a lot of damage, um, real quickly.
1: Yeah, so. the, the the best way that I've found to do it is to use uh, great combustion because it has, yeah. uh, has just enough reach and it does enough damage quickly
0: enough from, uh, from so in fast. front of him,
1: uh, from behind,
0: yeah, right oh, up okay. to the tip of to the tip of his tail. I'm yeah.
2: looking at a picture of this greatsword, it's really generic for the what You have to go through, yeah, maybe I'm maybe in, yeah, moonlight greatsword. It's it's
1: not so much that it looks good, it's it's that uh, it's that it has really really good intelligence scaling.
2: Yeah, I'm just just what an uninspired design. Yeah. I think maybe I wonder if it's the same design
0: as the Moonlight Greatsword in Kingsfield. Cuz this <laughs> is like a leg- it's a legacy weapon. Like there has been a Moonlight Greatsword in like every game this company's done. Interesting. More or less. Um I don't know if it's every game, but there there is there's a Moonlight Greatsword in a lot of their games.
1: Right hmm, I'm looking in a video right now, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 real useful if you're if you're doing any kind of sorcery build, it is the way to go. Um, yeah, it looks exactly like the uh, like the Moonlight Greatsword from Kingsfield.
2: Yeah. I beat you to it.
0: Yep, yep. That'll that'll make it so, that that works unless you've gone and made yourself like a you know a plus five enchanted whatever you want to use. Yeah, yeah. Because like when I got this, I was really disappointed because it was not better than my you know plus five enchanted mm-hmm. rapier. So it's mm-hmm. like, do
1: you want to? Oh, okay, so it might be moveset. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's not a bad can, weapon.
0: It's a good yeah. weapon, but yeah. it's just it's not it, the effort to to reward was yeah. not was not quite right there. It, it has a
1: unique R two as well. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um The uh, the other thing that can happen with this fight, so like you want get, to getting the tail is a, is a wrinkle. With my archer, there are other curse statues because he breathes curse curse breath. So you want to go into some curse resistance. Mm-hmm. um but he can get stuck behind them so my archer like oh. he i was standing by his immortality crystal he was standing behind one of his statues just walking in place and couldn't get around it so like i had to destroy his his crystal for him but then i just shot him in the face with arrows <laughs> until he died like and that was all it took like he you know he screwed himself over pretty good yeah. um but he's this is a pretty easy boss fight if you're doing it if you have good curse resistance and you're not doing a gimmick of any kind. Yeah. Like get between his tentacles and attack him and watch out for his big area effect crystal thing.
1: Yeah. He telegraphs that pretty, pretty strongly though.
0: Yeah. It's a big, not lo- don't lock on fight. Mm-hmm. Cause he's so, so yeah, big. Yeah. You know, you lock onto the middle of this thing. That's like a story higher than you. <laughs> so you need to be like attacking, you know, getting real close up to him, attacking between the tentacles and then, uh, keeping an eye on him. Like I always did not between the tentacles because then that, uh, he does his tail smash, but going up to the front, like right in front of his right tentacle, mm-hmm. and was kind of hitting yeah. him. You know. So, so
1: so here, here's just kind of like a, a bit of a what if kind of gameplay thing. Mm-hmm. So what if gigantic enemies like this um, had different areas that you could target? So you were panning between different ones, right? So there were multiple hot spots that you could hit. So it wasn't always dead center in the middle of their hitbox. box. Um, this, implies that they would have a better lock on and target chain system than they do right now uh, but uh, but like you know it, it with the way that they seem to be going in demon in, uh, in dark souls 2, um where you know you're knocking more stuff out of the air and the combat seems to have more situational stuff, that almost seems like a way that they could go or would yeah, that just shit it up
0: It's interesting you say that because that uh that happens in demon souls oh really. Yep, there's like there's one gigantic like the the biggest boss you fight like mm-hmm. the one with the, the biggest sense of scale has multiple zones you can target. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. So and then it's just one of the many like Dark Souls 2 already looks like it's returning to a Demon Souls mm-hmm. things, and that could be another one. Right. You know,
2: if if that happened, well, I, I guess you probably wouldn't have too many instances where you have one of those multiple targetings uh, people alongside other em- enemies, but I could see that being really frustrating. Um, you'd want the controls to cycle between enemies, different than the the um, controls to cycle between specific points on an enemy. I, right. I
0: would only want it for like if you're fighting one guy, yep. yeah, and I wouldn't want it to ever be a weak spot, right? Like that's too video gamey and dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the uh, I, I, when we get to the the boss fight where it, it happens in Demon Souls, like it's essential there, right? You know, like it, it needs to it needs to be, um, and it, it kind of fulfills a purpose, and it could fulfill a purpose here too. But I never want it to be a weak spot and I'd never want to, you know, I wouldn't want to deal with two different cycling systems, you know, that seems too complicated to me. Think
1: think about the iron golem where you can, you know, like do damage to the core if you're doing different, um, you know, like ranged attacks. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, you know, if you could attack one leg or the other specifically, um, you know, like like call that, I'm just kind of like, oh, these are the things that are at my level. So I have this so I can lock on to do a ranged attack if I want to. But if I want to hit the feet, I don't have to kind of like fight with the camera.
0: But it, it's good that you have to, because otherwise that boss fight would be too easy. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. if you could just attack the foot, you'd, that's all anyone would do is go mm-hmm. up and attack the foot three times and instant win. Yep. Same thing with, like, Quelag. Like, if you could target her torso right. with a bow and arrow, she'd never get a shot off.
1: Yeah. The, like, the, the weak the, like,
0: spots have to be an Easter egg for being able to free aim and, and being, you know, badass. Like, yeah. it can't be something they build into the game. Mm-hmm.
1: They would have to design around it, but I'm just, yeah. I, just I don't know. Which yeah,
0: I don't mind fighting with the camera with Iron Golem. Like, I, I feel like that makes sense. Like, you're not, you just don't lock on to Iron Gold, you right, know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think what happens, what the the dissonance comes from, like, the fact that in so many situations, locking on is a big plus, mm-hmm. And the game doesn't necessarily do a great job of teaching you that this should be a situational thing. Right. Right? Like, you don't need to be, you shouldn't be locking on all the time. And, uh you know the game only teaches you that through like these kind of hidden things like Qualag's weak spot and the iron golems instant win and stuff like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like i would like it if the game spent more time teaching you like this is optional right you know yeah mhm mhm any, so anymore like Seath is not there's not too much in this boss fight
1: no no it's it's pretty well balanced um accepting you know the kind of the wrinkles that we brought up before um, but yeah, I, I like his design. Like visually it's real, it's real creepy. He's albino. Mm-hmm. Um, he has no eyes or his eyes are so small that they are not immediately visible.
2: Do you um, think he's albino? Is that just how all dragons look under their scales?
1: They, like he's, he's referred to as albino in some of the text. Okay. So, okay. um, and then also he's got these like dragonfly wings, um, like yeah. m- multiples of them.
2: Yeah. That was a
1: little, that was interesting. Yeah. And then additionally, like, he's got these, like, crystal barnacles that are growing on him. So it's kind of, like, indicating that this corruption is kind of spreading.
2: Yeah. The one, the one, the the attack of his that always really confused me was the one where the crystals grow out of the ground. And just like I, you know, I I would get caught in that, but I would hold my shield up and, you know, that just kind of hang out there until it went away. And it never did that much damage to me. So I I wasn't sure what the purpose of that was. Mm Mm-hmm like and I always looked still cuz I wasn't sure like if I moved around if that would invite more damage.
0: If if you are um if you're a low poise
2: character, it will throw you up into the air. Yeah. Oh. Like okay.
0: you had you had high stability.
2: Yeah, I was it's, I was rocking the yeah. giant evil great, uh, great shield. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, if you don't have
0: that, it's a big pain in the ass. Gotcha.
2: Like,
0: the, the only times I've ever died to see – I fought it. you know, beat him the first time. Um the only time I have uh ever died to him was when I was fighting him with like a, a uh like my, my sorcerer character or my like no poise dex character, and hmm. my my soul level one character died to him once. Like hmm. only things where I'm like crippling myself. If I went in with good defense, then I would be uh, be okay with him.
2: Right. I have the same experience you had. Oh, I went in a hardcore tank and I died a lot. So thanks for <laughs> huh. thanks <Sure>. for that. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs>
2: makes me feel great. <laughs>
0: Epeen. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, and then and then you beat Seath. And with no uh, – there's one last thing to do here, um, but the, uh, that's pretty much it for him. Like we don't have that much to say about him because there's just not that much to him. Um, you get a bonfire, but you would be remiss if you thought this was the end of your time here because when you were in the library, you probably picked up a, a certain key.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, hey, the one thing I'll say about Seath is like – and I think it's the way with most of these characters. Like he's much more interesting as this like shadowy force, force that's like the mover and shaker in the world than he is when you get to him in person.
0: Yeah, like okay. he's he's got an appropriate sense of scale. Like mm-hmm. he's powerful and big, yeah. but I find that most of the kind of second half—not most, I guess—but I felt the same way about Nito. Mm-hmm. Like Nito was way cooler in concept than he was as a boss fight.
2: Yeah, like, you know, I, like I, was, I guess I'm glad I got to fight him. I don't think I would have minded if he remained the shadowy figure throughout the entire time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. But the real boss of this
2: area is Logan. Bum, bum, yeah. bum. <laughs> yep. so Logan... I've never I've never fought him, so I'm just gonna let you guys do do your thing. Like I said, that it might might play through you never got out of Sen's Fortress. <laughs> Poor, Poor guy. Logan. Um, I, ultimately maybe better for him. <laughs> oh,
0: totally better for him. <laughs> like uh your your Logan uh is much much better off than our Logan's. Yeah. Um, our big hat's Logan. Um, <laughs> Thank you. The,
1: <laughs> Atter- our attorney's Logan.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whopper's Logan. Um, the, the, um, so the uh, uh, you, you know you go back. He, he goes crazy if you bought all his sorceries and you kill Seath. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's you know, he has he's just gone to that path where like he's there's nothing more for him to learn. Mm-hmm. And he has you know he can't do anything for you. He goes he goes uh, hollow, um, and he strips off all his clothes except um, for the hat. It, Yep, and there's a reason the developers did an interview um, that tells the reason why that is. Is that he originally took all of those clothes, and the reason he did it is to become more like Seath the scaleless. Right,
1: <laughs> um, Logan the clothesless.
0: Yeah, exactly. The same way I go, I turn to Gary the clothesless like you know <laughs> once or twice a day. Um, I get closer to Seath. and then but they he wasn't. They wanted to make sure he was recognizable, so they gave him the hat.
2: Oh, so yeah. you
0: fight fight him a fight a naked man wearing his gigantic hat. In
2: Seat's old room. That's got to be a theme invasion.
0: (laughs) I'm sure it has been. Like I'm sure people have done it, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. But he 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 comes at you with kind of this one last spell that he has developed, which is uh, um, him mimicking uh, Seat's white dragon breath. Mm -hmm. So he attacks you with you know this this cone area effect of crystals popping out of the ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yep. And good for him. He learned how to do it. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah. And you can get this spell when you beat him, but it's it such a slow wind up. Like it's really powerful, but yeah. it has the highest intelligence requirement. It's like fifty. Any, yeah, it's like fifty, which is like that's that's past the the soft limit, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, has a huge wind up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I never ended up using it, but the reason why I did want to kill him was to get the tin crystallization catalyst. Love that thing. Yeah, which is just man, our sorcerer is awesome. Glass cannons <laughs> in this game, not to. TV tropes it out too much, but like putting on all the stuff that boosts your sorcery Mm -hmm. and just like, you know, two shouting bosses with crystal soul spear is so fun.
2: (laughs) You know, is it so if you like kill him earlier in the game, can you pick that up from him?
0: He just has his regular catalyst.
2: Oh, and I I
0: actually don't think he drops it. I think that ends up in the treasure chest with his equipment. Yes. Yes,
2: Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. So you can't
0: get his any of his catalyst and his catalyst is a decent catalyst.
2: Yeah. If you go, see, now I'm trying to remember if you go there without fighting him. And open what's in that chest. Um, it's the
0: large magic ember.
2: Yeah. Oh, and you so can't if, get that if it. If he's you not You can. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Yeah,
0: the large magic ember uh, spawns when Seath dies.
2: Yep. Gotcha. Um, okay.
0: The uh, yeah. So and that's if you want to make a magic weapon plus ten. If you're doing that, just make yourself an enchanted weapon.
2: Yeah. Yep. It, Which it's funny it when I when I did this playthrough, I just completely. I think I talked to Logan and Sens and then like just never went and let him out, let him out and kind of forgot that I'd ever met him before. Mm-hmm. But I had like read rumblings about, oh, you fight this big hat Logan guy, which I had read about and seen in the loading screens and everything mm-hmm. in Duke's archives. So I got really excited and I went up there and it's kind of like, um, hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. I, um, I'm here for the fight. Is there, is there a Logan? Mm-hmm. No. No, nope, so, just books
0: that you can't read, maybe maybe those on Monday <laughs> night. Um, books that the pages are all stuck shut because some PC <laughs> nerd was researching all over them. So. No. oh, they're all crystallized shut, yeah,
1: so, so, so something something that I feel is like worth saying about Logan before we wrap up on him. Uh, he's essentially Merlin for this world, like yeah, he's, he's not living not. backwards in time, but like everybody knows about him by um by reputation. You know, Mm -hmm. I forget who it was, but, you know, when they're talking about how weird time is there, I think it's probably the crestfallen warrior just saying, you know, here, great heroes from all of, all of time are popping in and out. And one time I even saw big hat Logan. Imagine
0: that. Yeah, he's, he's a legendary figure. And up until this point, up until he goes crazy, it's kind of flattering to you as a sorcerer because he speaks to you as an equal Mm -hmm. throughout it. Like, he's like, I'm going to help you out. You're clearly very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Between the two of us, we can take this on. And that ultimately is what ends up, you know, leading to Griggs going hollow. Mm-hmm. You know, Griggs is a little sycophant. <laughs> um, and when Logan goes here, he tells you, but he doesn't tell Griggs. Right. And then Griggs just goes searching and ends up dying. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like Logan treats you as an equal, which is is really cool. You know, up until he goes mad. And kind of serves as, like, what should be an example. Like, mm-hmm. if your character had a narrative arc and you've been following the sorcery path, <laughs> running into Logan should teach you not to follow the sorcery path. Like, you know what? I don't need these spell. Like, this is not worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is how people go crazy and get naked. Yeah. <laughs> Spring break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's um... – come mm. to the
1: Duke's
2: archives in Panama beach. Yeah. <laughs> but,
1: but if you, but if you don't have high enough intelligence, he he's real condescending and it's yeah. kind of like, Oh, you know, this life isn't for everyone.
0: You
3: know? Yeah. Really? And that, that that's when
0: you kill him with a giant sword. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> <Dick>. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man. Maybe college isn't for you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe living isn't for you. Yeah. Uh, oh man
1: they're coming to get
0: mm-hmm. us yeah yeah portland that's well, an ambulance it's not uh <laughs> it's <mostly laughs> all coming to get us uh, <laughs> yeah um yeah he's you know well respected and uh and goes crazy mm-hmm. and that and that's logan and that's sorcery yeah and that's more or less this episode pretty much like, yeah i don't have much mm-hmm. else to say yeah any any final thoughts dennis
2: no, this is this was a really fun area. Just uh, aesthetically, I liked it a lot, and lore wise, I liked it a lot. And um, like I said, this was my point of giving up. So
0: mm-hmm. you uh, always have a place in your heart.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. This is where Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Me. The real Dark Souls starts here. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: the uh, so what are we doing next time, Cole? Well, uh, next
1: time we will be venturing into the Demon Ruins and Lost isolith to end the suffering of the Witch of Isolith and uh, her Daughters of Chaos. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to be joined by Vivian, a uh, noted commenter, uh, somebody who just uh, really, really has great insight into this stuff. And we're really, really excited to, uh, to have her on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to that as well. we said at the beginning this episode is brought to you by audible.com and for you our dear listeners audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you an opportunity to check out their service to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com forward slash bonfireside chat again that's audibletrial.com forward slash bonfireside chat for your free audiobook may or may not contain crystallization secrets Yes. So that, that's that area. If you have any corrections for us, which I'm sure you do, um, please get in touch with us. Or if you want to comment about the next area, um, please give us a comment at TV forward slash uh, contact yes. and get in touch. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, we're the, a lot of engagement on the uh, on, on, you know, corrections and responses here. Uh, mm-hmm. As you'll hear next week, we got a shitload. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we really, really appreciate that. That's, you
0: know, the, the, we dedicate whole episodes to it. So we love it. Yeah, and the place where all that stuff lives is our Facebook page. Yes. So if you want to join the, the conversation in real time, like my, you know, depository for YouTube's of Dark Souls that I find <laughs> is the Facebook group. Um, and other people's as well so it's a pretty good dark souls like content aggregator Mm -hmm. at this point i feel like um so you know join that if you would uh rating and reviewing us on itunes is always a a big help and uh, doing any of those you know support links uh the amazon thing is a big deal
1: Um, there's one thing that is, uh, that we, that we would like to say, you know, we don't want to hit you over the head with it on too many shows for too long, but, uh, we are kickstarting a watch out for fireballs live show and may or may not be funded by the time you hear this. We're real close. However, we do have stretch goals and, uh, we're putting up some new stuff, um, you know, here. So
0: go check that out and see if there's anything that, uh, that tantalizes you. Yep. They're awesome stretch goals. Yeah. And like people who, if you like, you know, I, I can imagine there are probably people who just listen to Bonfireside Chat who don't listen to Watch Out for Fireballs. Um, Shame on you. You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. If there are games, though, that we do for that, you'll like it the same approach, because we take similar approaches. Like, yeah. there are different games where we kind of do the same thing. So I think you would like it. Give it a shot if you haven't. Yeah. Um, or if you just, and you can support the Kickstarter, even if you just feel like supporting us as dudes. Yeah. Like, there's not a Bonfireside Chat live show. Um, you know, so there's nothing to Kickstart specifically for it, but like... SoulsCon yes.
1: 2015.
0: Yeah, if, if there was a Dark Souls convention, we would be so over that. Yeah. Like, into that. Not over it. Into yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, um, man. We'd it's be way too, too mainstream cool now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, we are not too mainstream for that. Somebody do a Dark Souls convention, and someone invite us to go do a panel at it or do a podcast. We'd love to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if you just feel like supporting us as guys, it's a big help. Yeah. Um, you know, and you get a bunch of cool stuff. Yep. So,
1: you know. Neat. Um yeah so I feel like um, that's about
0: it for the admin yeah, stuff. Do you have uh, anything to to plug Dennis? Yeah,
2: yeah. I was going to say I uh, you know another podcast on the the network if you if you liked my comments if I didn't sound like a complete jackass. Um <laughs> you can go over to The Level and um it's it's kind of a it's more current video games. I've been describing it to people as we kind of we kind of talk about games as this um medium going through its artistic adolescence almost. Yeah. And really just shoot the shit a lot and have some have some fun yeah. talking about games. Um but uh, we we recently had a bonus level if you want a good starting place um, where we interviewed the uh, lead level design, designer of um, Spec Ops: The Line, uh, which is which is really cool and, and hopefully we'll get to do more stuff like that um, in the future. And uh, I think we also have a, an episode up specifically dedicated to Heavy Rain. Yeah. So gen- generally we're more kind of like just uh, you know whatever we've been playing that week, talking about a bunch of stuff. Um, but we've been doing more and more stuff that's dedicated to you know one game. Um, which if, if you're, if you're liking bonfire side chat, then that's probably for you. So, yeah. so go check it out.
0: A lot of it's the same,
1: uh, ethic, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and, yes. and that, that specific one, that bonus level is a lot of the same personnel. <laughs>
3: like
1: it's, it's, it's oh, me, yeah. Cole and
0: Dennis on that. And then also, uh, Ben and David. Right. So, um, yeah. And that, that, that was a lot of fun to do. And I think that came out great. Yeah. Like I would recommend that to anybody who's played spec ops, the line, spec ops, the line and I would recommend spec ops, the line to just about anybody. So. <laughs>
2: Yes. yeah the same way i
0: would recommend dark souls anyway. he goes yeah. as
2: far as to recommend it at the very end of the podcast after we <laughs> the
0: shit
1: it, so. <laughs> Yeah, uh- <laughs> that was funny um yeah so thank you very oh. much for listening to this thank you very much for hopping on here dennis
0: um my pleasure yeah yeah thank you and uh until next week uh praise the sun praise the sun praise the sun
1: We all pray that we will have far more soon